Stream PC UK. Hi everybody, welcome to episode whatever it is, 74 of Extreme PC UK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today on the show, we've got young Jansen back and we got Gray in. How are you boys, you alright? Yeah, good, I'm good, good, doing good. Doing it's good. good to see everybody in here, man. Trust me, you lot don't realise what's just happened in the last like half an hour. It's been absolutely manic. Uh, you'll notice that the timer reset on the intro of the stream, so we had to come in raw. We came in hot, man. But yeah, how you lot been? You been good? Yep, been yeah, good. Well, feeling better from last week. I was like, proper outfit. Had the man flu. Double. Yeah. Well, I had the man flu. I think I gave you the man flu. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah don't tell everyone how. Don't tell what? Don't tell everyone how. What, how I gave you the man flu? <laughs> I, I injected it into him, people. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. It's good to see everybody in here. Um, my voice seems to be going a bit bit weird. I don't know why. I don't know if it sounds all right to you lot, but it's uh, it's getting a bit gruff. I'm hoping, as we know, Twitch London is just around the corner. With Tomorrow night, we're going out for a few drinks. Anyone wants to come, we will be down at Heathrow. Anyone's welcome to come and have a, a few beers with us. Then on Saturday, the plan is we're going to be meeting up at 11 o'clock in Heathrow and then we'll all get the train together and then we're going to be going straight down to uh, the boat on the south bank. It's called Thames' Dock, I believe. It's a big yellow boat. It's not a submarine. It's just a boat. And then we're going to be on there having a few beers. So anyone that's going to Twitch that's in chat, you're more than welcome to come with us. We'll have a few beers on the boat. We'll be leaving there about half three or three o'clock maybe to get over to Twitch London and from there we will be cracking on having a party of a time all night at Twitch London having you... a party of a time a part... did that what I said <laughs> as, a, as opposed to party time man I'm all uh, over the place have today have a while of a time at a party but just put it all together and just a party of a time on a yellow submarine which yeah. is, is that like a regular boat, boat? Is, is that a regular boat or like a hydrofoil uh, it's, it's a proper a, boat it's a proper boat but it's static it don't move it's basically a nightclub um, in the bottom half of the boat, uh, but in Party the day, boat. yeah. But in the daytime, it's just like a normal pub. But it's very, very low key, so it's like very. How would you explain it, Jance? It's not. It's not like a posh boat or anything. It's like. Uh, it's like an old fishing boat that they've kind of yeah. converted into a bar. So you've got like picnic tables on the top deck, and then you've got a bar and club in the lower deck. Yeah. So it's 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 a pretty cool little boat. And we'll probably spend a few hours on there having a few beers and that before we make our way over to the venue. And then, yeah, I can't say what's going to happen after that, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm well looking forward to it. Um, as you'll notice, people, you'll see young Trev is back. He's arisen from the grave and he's back to us. So he'll be back in chat. He'll be back in the Discord. So crack on there. It's good to see you, Trev. Cheers for them bits. And uh, yeah, right. Shall we crack on with the uh, podcast? Got a lot to... We've got a lot of chat tonight, um, not we, not many games, we're going to be talking about a couple of games, but we've got so much other things to talk about, I reckon it, it could go on, so we'll see how it goes and uh, we'll take it as it comes. Right, for the news, let's get into some news. Let's do it. Keep joking. News time. <laughs> right, first <laughs> bit of news is, have anybody heard about this? RTX, how would you say it, 3080 coming out? No. I got, first I got, heard of it. That first means I have too, but that means Jansen's cards out of date at that point. 
How'd you feel? Yeah. But uh, I'll chime <laughs> in on this one. You remember way back when we all did this podcast about, oh, I don't know, six, seven months ago, whatever it was, we talked about, or I talked about, because I was ranting on NVIDIA and why they're coming out with the card too soon. Don't buy the 2080s. Ray tracing really isn't around. Then they came out with the Supers, which is really stupid. Yeah, and they get the just super. in there and wait for the 3080s or whatever we were calling it. And boom, now it's going to be available. It's going to be available. Just like we said. Well, I, if you read up on it, it's quite funny because NVIDIA is saying that basically their sales were so good with the 2080 and the 2080 Ti and the Supers um, and AMD aren't caught up with them yet to the point. So they've actually put out um, in this, this actual write-up that basically they've pushed back when they was meant to come out. So they was meant to, they was meant to announce this ages ago. But they've left it a lot, lot longer because they don't need to, because they're leading the market at the moment. You don't want my opinion, that do you? Yeah, come on, give us your opinion. That's what we're here for, Greg. Okay, what I'm saying is, is that that's a that's actually a we don't want to hear your they opinion. Basically... No, yeah, right. <laughs> it's a Next. bunch of garbage. They, they want they just told they want to soak the public, which they did, especially on the super cards. And now all of a sudden, the 38s are coming around the block, which I will now end up buying because I was waiting for that. So but once at comes, the same you know... time, you've got all the people that are looking to buy new cards anyway. So even if a new card came out every month, every month there would be someone who's buying a new card. So if you've you're got doing someone... it flat out, yeah. Yeah, so it, even though they might saturate the market with new cards constantly, Extreme there's always going to be people hit. out there who want a new card. So they'll just go for the best card that's out at the moment. But I've got a 2080 Ti doesn't mean that there's a 3080 that comes out a couple of months later and i'm going to be like oh damn i don't have the best card anymore i'd be like because that. it's still going to be one of the best cards that you can get so it's still going to be up there it's still going to be able to do what yeah I need that it is to true do. especially at our frame rates yeah but um one thing uh ancap just put in the chat which is something that i brought up a couple of weeks back um they've also patented 30 40 and 50 series cards Right. Because AMD started going down the same road with their card num numbers, so they yeah. patented all of the latest cards that they need for the next like five gens, and so basically this is what we're going to keep seeing. But the thing is, Nvidia is so far in front at the moment. I feel like I know if I were to buy a card, I'd buy an Nvidia card. Like it's not because I've got anything against AMD's cards, but I I just I've never had a problem with an AMD uh, with an Nvidia card. So why would I change right now? They need to prove to me that there's something worth not doing that for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my, my debate hasn't been the fact that I wouldn't buy an, an NVIDIA card. I would. I just think that if you're going for a new build, like Jansen said, yeah, sure, if you can afford to get the best card. But for us that like to upgrade, doing a super card in between the 2080 and the 3080 to me is nonsense. And you just wait if you're going to upgrade for the 3080 and you'll be fine. I mean, I've done quite well on my 1080 Ti. I'm just now starting to get old, per se. You're just and starting to get old now. Well, not me, but the, the card. Oh, sorry, I <laughs> misheard that. Misheard that. <laughs> so the 3080s will come out. The just in G time. in his GPU stands for grey. <laughs> yeah, That's it, man, you got it. Great PU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just quickly, I want to say thanks to Man City because he's uh, just subscribed to us, and he's actually subscribed 17 months in a row. And Paul nice. Sod, every time yeah. he subscribes, it never shows up on stream. And he's like, man, I'll subscribe and I never see anything. I'll get nothing from this. <laughs> so it did work, Man City. So you're all good, dude. Cheers for, the, cheers for that sub, man. Much appreciated. Yeah, that's a long time. Thanks. Yeah, 17 months in a row is a long time, man. Appreciate all your uh, payments. 
We'll get bored of him after two, though. He don't watch the streams. He just gives me a sub because it's free on Prime. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that was something that's... It, I, I'm sure I heard that it's going to be about June that they actually come out with these cards. Um, and they're, they're basically saying um, as well that AMD have made it clear that they reckon they're going to be bringing out an NVIDIA killer card sooner or later. So I reckon NVIDIA are just keeping these cards under wraps. and They've probably already got the whole next five gens made. Fair and they're right. working on the like Maybe. the 22nd gen card because they're just waiting for AMD to pop one out. And they'll go, right, next one on for us is out now. Because I don't it need to worry. It could be like research for them as well, like real world research. They've got something new in their programming or their hardware. And they're like, look, how do we test this on millions of people? I don't know. Let's make a new card, put it out there and see how it works. And then they're like, oh, that actually worked quite well. We'll put it in yeah. the next card. And it's like, basically, they're, they're just putting out new stuff all the time, even if they're not labeling it. Um, it's maybe behind the scenes. They're working on new stuff, especially like with their AI. Like They've got a whole other industry outside of gaming with like self-driving cars and things like that. Yeah. That they probably need to test that stuff in the real world. So they get us to do it by putting out new cards with the new um, new technology in it. So our computers will start driving around once that happens. Yeah, it starts playing the games for you. <laughs> That's it. You just program it. Yeah. But um, well, they to be fair, a lot of the companies like that, including Intel, AMD, they've got five-year plans, ten-year plans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mi- Mystic dude in happen. the chat just put in the chat saying uh, AMD is spanking them in the middle market. Um, which they are doing well in the middle market because they're budget cards. And you've got to remember, every single kid that plays Fortnite on a PC is going to want that middle market. They're not going to buy a 2080. Could you imagine being like, I don't know, a 15-year-old kid and going to your mum and dad's I need a new graphics card. I want a 2080 Ti. They'd laugh mm-hmm. when they saw that price. So that's yeah. why AMD, they, 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 that's, that's what happened with, you know when Nvidia started bringing out all these cards like the 2070s and stuff like that? Um, and these little gap cards that were filling gaps between two other cards, that's what they're doing because AMD know the middle market is their area. So NVIDIA's trying to squash every single aspect of that by putting their cards in them gaps. Yeah. And like uh, Mystic Dude saying, they're spanking them on the middle market. Uh, NVIDIA are scared of losing ground on the higher market. Um, and then basically the winner is us because the more competition we've got, the lower the cards are going to come down, better for us all to buy them. Yeah. Like with mobile phones, like when you had the iPhone, every year there'd be one new iPhone. Then they started bringing out one, um, oh no, it was one every two years. Then they started yeah. bringing out one every year. Now they bring out variations because they're filling the gaps in between because they started bringing out phones that were costing a grand. Yeah. And people are like, that's just too expensive for a phone, but I want an iPhone. So they're like, oh, we'll, we'll bring out everything from a 500 pound phone up to a thousand pound phone and everything in between and that's that's what amd are doing they're like look we may not have the fastest product on the market but we cater to everyone so we've got low end we've got high end like let nvidia like take the spotlight and let them take that high end but we'll cater for everyone else and then now nvidia are like hold on a minute we want some of that as well so yeah, but there's a yeah. little there's a little bit of a uh, debate going on in the chat uh, from Liquid Cold UK saying AMD can't compete at the top yet and a Mystic dudes. But the point is, Nvidia are scared that they will. 
I personally don't think NVIDIA are scared because I think as soon... AMD is on the cusp of bringing out their new cards, bringing out their new cards. I think AMD is well in front of that and they're just countering it. So I don't think AMD yeah. are going to be scared because... Um, not AMD, uh, NVIDIA are going to be scared because I know for a fact NVIDIA could put a card out tomorrow saying this is a flagship, blah, blah, blah. It's 5K. They'll say yeah. there's a hundred of these cards out there. People will snap them up in like by two of them at a time. And that's yeah. always been the case, like with a Titan. Why does anyone need a Titan when it's 2% increase over like the 1080 Ti or the 2080 Ti? It's a yeah. pointless card, but it's double the price. But they still sell them, so they still bring them out. So at the end yeah. of the day, you know, and NVIDIA are like, just chuck the cards out there. Everyone's going to buy them. I reckon there's all NVIDIA cards that are in shops. Say you're in PC world and there's 10 NVIDIA cards on that shelf. It could go a year, but them cards will still definitely sell. It's not like they'll ever get stock left over, you know? It always sells. So, well, but... if, you wait, if you wait long enough, too, when the 3080s come out, imagine the drops on the 2080s and the Supers. So people that are just getting into you know, graphics it, it's on It's just the same as a 2080 to a 1080 Ti when they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but thing... you, you've also got the thing of if NVIDIA and amd brought out the exact same card you would then have that conflict of well which one do i buy if they're exactly the same people will be torn like well do i go left or right yeah but if there's that slight difference in power and price then it, like you'll get 50 percent of the market yeah so just, you're better off doing that just quickly because a couple of questions that have been put in about this um and the first one is from um friend or foe and he says basically uh, so should we wait for these new cards to come out? Um, my my straight up opinion is, don't wait for these new cards to come out. If you've got a hundred frames cap on your monitor and you're already getting them hundred frames, then just keep what you've got because uh, it's just wasted power. But if you're at a point where your graphics are on low or medium settings and you do want to buy a new card, then yeah, it might be worth waiting for instead of the thirty eighty, wait for like a thirty sixty or thirty seventy. Because that card will be higher powered than the gen now, um, and you'll get it cheaper or around the same price as what the this equivalent card is right now. So if you do need to upgrade and you're looking to upgrade, I would wait because otherwise your card, you buy it in, say, six months, in a year, you're already outdated. So I, I would personally wait for that to come out. Um, and then the second uh, question was from Mercy and Whitey, and basically he's saying... Why don't NVIDIA end up in consoles? And that's another straightforward question. It's because they're too expensive. Yeah. Their cards are too expensive. That's why AMD have got all of their cards in there because they're budget, but they're powerful enough to run consoles, you know? Yeah, because yeah, PlayStation you know would go to both NVIDIA and AMD and say to them, look, we want to put a card that has this kind of power into our consoles. What can you offer us? And then they'll come up with a price and they'll just go with the cheapest. That's why they used to use like Snapdragon before, didn't they? Uh, sorry, I was reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know AMD is making good money on consoles, so they're not yeah. stupid. You yeah. should know I can't multitask. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of console sales out there, so I'm sure AMD is is very happy. But yeah, well, the thing is, AMD are like they're raking the money in. It's yeah. not like they've got to worry about it. Like their stock mm-hmm. prices have probably rocketed in the last like two years. Yeah. yeah, but Mystic Dude just put in there again, like AMD are moving quicker to support PCIe 4. Do you think this will factor into releases? Personally, the PCIe 4, I don't think you're going to see uh, a big difference in that 
in the next year or so. So I don't think it's going to make... To me, it wouldn't make no difference because I'm an NVIDIA fanboy anyway, so I'm going to stick with that regardless. And personally, I, I personally believe whatever technology comes out, it's always going to hit the other side as well. So like at the moment, AMD are threatening with we've got a card that's better at ray tracing than the RTX cards and they're going to bring it out and it's going to be an NVIDIA killer. But like I said, they're going to bring that card out straight away. NVIDIA's going to go, right, well, we've got the next technology here. We'll bring that out. And yeah. it's always been the same. AMD bring out their top card. It goes up above the NVIDIA card and it's all over social media everywhere how good these cards are, how great they work. Then it comes out. We all benchmark them and test them personally. And we're like, it's not as good as they made out to start with. And then NVIDIA, you give it a week, bang, they've squashed it. And it's back to square one again. And until another company like, say, Intel graphics cards come out or something, there's not, I don't think they're ever going to catch up. Hmm. You know? Well, to be fair for AMD, for people that like AMD, uh, ANCAP made a, a, a good suggestion. The 5700 XT is trading blows with the 2080 right now. And it's been benchmarked out there by more than more than one group. So just to know that it gets that that good against a 2080 tells you something. And also recently there's been an article out that the 3950s, and Clint Eastwood pointed this out, is competing with the i9s. Yeah. So AMD is making big dents and selling well. Yeah, the AMD so. are doing good. They But, like, they've got to that position where they're in the middle ground, and that's their happy medium. But... I, it, I don't. I disagree. I think they're making stabs at the high ground now, not on the oh, video no, no. cards. They are trying to. But they've done it with the CPU market, and they right. are saying that they're going to start doing it with a GPU market. But the thing is, CPU market, they're up against Intel. GPU market, they're up against NVIDIA. You've got to remember, like, with Intel, they're absolutely massive, and I don't think it's going to have a major effect on them because of everything else that they do. But then, and they, they specialize in CPUs as well. That's yeah. one company specializing in one product. And yeah. AMD are working on both. Well, also, if you if you want to talk about world market, then Intel in the world market in many, many, many categories of other things far outweighs AMD. But when we start breaking down the categories and talking about CPUs and so forth, AMD's caught up. So Intel, just because they're a big company, doesn't mean they wouldn't be worried about AMD because they're massive. They still worry about it because they care about each and every little department within their company. The thing is, they might not worry about it because of what they know and we don't. Like, their technology is probably way more advanced to what they're letting on because they've been yeah. doing this for so much longer that they have something that they keep at the peak of the market and they let AMD catch up with them. But they're probably 10 paces ahead but they let them stay one step behind. Yeah. So they're always you, playing catch-up, and they'll let them get close, but they'll never overtake. Yeah, but if you read some of the insider stuff and people that supposedly supposedly are getting it from good sources within Intel and AMD, NTL is worried about it. They have they fall way behind on, on some of their plans and some of their, their shrinkage down to 7 nanometer. They haven't gotten to that yet, and AMD hit that a while ago. So... So but it's, it's the same so, as like with the architecture before when AMD had 64-bit way before Intel. And then right. everyone was like, look, you can get a 64-bit processor at half the price of an Intel. But it, it didn't make a huge amount of difference to Intel cells. And it's the same thing now. It's like you will still get 
the Intel fanboys will still be sticking with Intel, even though AMD is so close behind. Yeah, um, well, in, I, I know in Germany that uh, AMD is outselling Intel in, in several categories. So I don't know about other countries, but that's I was going to say good. something then, but I held back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, one thing is, take this for an example, yeah. Do you remember a little while ago on all Intel chips, there was a security flaw, which in order to fix it, they had to turn off. I don't know if it was like the hyper-threading or there was something yeah. that... But you lost yeah, that, twenty. That was the yeah. spectre, wasn't yeah. it? And you lost twenty yeah. percent power, and everybody was hitting the roof about it because everyone was so pissed off. And even me at the time, I was like, "Look, I've got a massive processor, and I'm going to lose twenty percent power because I might have a security flaw." But at the end of the day, give me the choice. Let me decide if I want to get a security flaw right. or get get the opportunity for someone to hack me because I don't care. Because right. if you hack me. There's nothing on my computer worth hacking. I'll just wipe it, blitz it, start again. But I didn't want to lose the 20% of power. But even that, that was all over the news. It was everywhere. Intel have done this. Whoa, it's going so bad. At the end of the day, it didn't touch them at all. You don't even hear yeah. about it now. Yeah. It well, just maybe that's swept they, under they got, the carpet. I think, it, I think they got out in front of it, so that's probably why they suffered less. If they had stayed totally quiet, it may have been a different story. But they got out in front of it with the PR machine running. Uh, so. Mystic Dude said Meltdown. I think I think that was it, wasn't it, what it was called? I'm, I've got that in my mind for some reason. I can't think why. Yeah. It so may what have was, been, what was the Spectre? Well, Spectre, uh, yeah. Spectre was another one. And that was... I don't know if that was one and the same, but that was another issue. Yeah. And but, that still exists out there, too. But at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to be able to touch these companies that are so well-established... Um, I do think AMD are doing coming with leaps and bounds, though. They are doing a very good job. And I think if they do do the same as what they've done with the Ryzen, but in a graphics card, I think they have got the opportunity that something might change. But I do think NVIDIA will always be a couple of steps in front of them. But shall we move on? <laughs> We've been speaking yeah. about this for ages. If anyone's got any of the last bits they want to put in about uh, AMD, Intel, and stuff like that, put it in now. Um but yeah, it's funny. When you talk about a 3080 card, the road you go down, because everybody's so passionate about what they believe, about what's right, wrong, good and bad, you know? And yeah. like, for me, I personally go with Intel and NVIDIA and mine's purely from experience because I've had, like, I haven't had the best experiences with using other companies but this has not let me down. So for me, like I'm, I'm sticking until there's a, till I see some proof. And yeah. recently, I saw um, them saying that the new Ryzen three thousand chips are coming out. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. And I don't know yet, but I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be as hyped up and big as what people are saying. So again, I will wait. I will get hold of one. I will overclock it. I will see them temps that come off it. I'll see if it sets fire to my water cooler. Uh, I'll see if I can overclock it. I'll see how fast the RAM can go in it, and then I'll make my decision. Because my i9-9900K here, the RAM goes as fast as I want it to. It doesn't overheat, and it absolutely smashes everything I do. I can game, stream, 100 frames, Modern Warfare, completely full full power, full graphics, and it's perfect for me. You know, so Well, we just had um, a comparison a little while ago when we uh, did the Kryptonite build. Yeah. Because it's like... I was using 
uh, an AMD, uh, what was it, uh, 2700X. Yep. And I'm, I'm using that for like graphic design and so Photoshop and... Um, and it was a lot uh, of rendering power you needed as yeah. well. And it, it, did, it did lag in power when we were rendering videos and stuff. And it, when I was playing games, it was okay, but it got really hot. And we were always saying, like, look, your temperature's really hot. Maybe we need to, like, uh, redo the thermal paste or something. And this is custom water cooling as well, completely yeah. custom. And then it, we then change it over. We do the kryptonite build. We put an Intel in it, um, and we're still running uh, the same RAM, and we've got um, the same GPU. And now it just works flawlessly well it and was hitting temperatures... temps of 80 on the old one on the amd yeah. horizon and now it doesn't go over 45 on max yeah. load and yeah. it's just the comparison's amazing and i even said to you like the quality of my picture on screen looks sharper since we've like put the intel chip in it as well yeah and we was like that shouldn't really make a difference because it's just yeah, but are you, are you matching with are you talking or matching up to the new Ryzen's, the new Zen's? No, not the not the three thousand series, the two thousand right. series. Yeah, right. Yeah, but the, everybody's forgotten about those now. They're moving on with the threes. So yeah, but, yeah. but we, we're just making a comparison between yeah. what me was using said. AMD and me then right. swapping from AMD to Intel because like, they're the it, same dead equivalent gen. So when yeah. the i nine came out was when that chip came out. So yeah. even though the i nine's more powerful because it's the the flagship so we're not saying that but it was just the point that an i9 9900k yeah running at 5.1 gigs on on all cores that should get hot and i can keep that down in 60s on full max load graphics everything 2700x smaller processor should be a lot cooler and the things are having meltdown issues yeah so and then because of that it was like performing badly uh when we were like rendering videos <laughs> ancap says lol you are still on the amd overheats bandwagon that is a thing of the past with the fx series ryzen does not do this ancap i can tell you straight dude i overclock all the computers we run i hit them to the extreme because we're extreme pc uk and <laughs> i can tell you right now they get hot if you look at the new 3000 series chips the high-end ones they come with a warning on their box saying that this chip has to be used with water cooling. You don't see that on an Intel chip. Simply, that's because they do run hot. You know, uh, may, they may be really good in their comfort zone when they're just idling or when they've got their stock cooler on there and you're running them at normal speeds. But if you want to get up in the, in the five gigs marks, like comparing with like Intel, trust me, they're getting hot. So, yeah. Yeah, but you can overclock almost any AMD chip, whereas the Intel's there's only specific what K's and X's. But I, I right? the last time I overclocked a Ryzen chip, it was the it was that chip, wasn't it? It was a twenty seven hundred X, and we couldn't really overclock it that high because it kept giving us blue screens. Yeah, and it was just annoying, and that, and things like that annoy me because it's like something so simple. And it's made so difficult. We put the RAM in there. Like, ANCAP, you're going to start again about this. <laughs> so you put the RAM in there, and he's got 4,200 speed RAM. We put it in there. What do we have to do? Downclock it. Turn the power yeah. down on it. Put it down yeah. to 3,200 because it can't handle it, and it blue screens again. 
And I'm just thinking all these different things are just annoying. I get an Intel build. I've got an Asus Maximus motherboard. Yeah. I've got an NVIDIA graphics card. Bang. Put it in there. Flawlessly works out of the box. I overclock it to 5.1 on all cores. It just starts working. You know? That's, that's yeah. end game. I, I had so many issues with the overclock that even when we had a stable overclock, I kept getting problems in Photoshop and... I then just went back in the BIOS and put everything to standard just so it would run like a bit smoother. It's like the overclock actually made the whole thing worse. Yeah. By the way, before I forget, a quick shout out. World's Profit uh, subscribed again and so did Friend or Foe. Yeah, I was just about to say that when you lot finished your conversations. Cheers for them subs. It's much appreciated you too. Friend or Foe, uh, cheers for the sub. And uh, World's Profit, cheers for the sub. Much appreciated, dudes. Um... But yeah, I, I think we need to move on because we've spoke quite a lot about um, graphics cards and processors and that. Let's get into the next bit of news, which I've got a little snippet of news, which is probably not going to be important to a lot of people. But because it's the kind of game I like, and if Shellbug was here, I'm sure... I was going to say, it's probably going to be news for two people, you and Shell. No, <laughs> I'll put it this way. Any, there's a few people in chat. If anyone likes Stardew Valley, put a one in the chat because... I love Stardew Valley. Loads of people love Stardew Valley. Jansen and Gray don't like Stardew Valley because they don't like little graphics. They love the high-end graphics, and that's it. So, anyway, this is why I said I'll make it quick, man. Um, they've got a 1.4 update coming out. And as you know, in Stardew Valley, the last the last um, update allowed you to play co-op on one farm. Stardew Valley is a game where you build a farm. It reminds me a bit of the old Zelda Link to the Past uh really nice little top-down game where you build a fart what are you laughing for man see what i have to do people i come on the pod to talk about games i talk about a game and then i get these two laughing at me is it because i look like a bit of a geezer and i, I, and I, I play stardew valley Jansen, don't pull me in on that one you're like one of these bodybuilders that walks a chihuahua so i like it but anyway i'll get over it quickly then stardew valley 1.4 update the co-op now um, people can separate their money, so it's not like all taking money out of one pot. And they've got a new map coming out, which is called Four Corners, where you can actually have fishing farms as well as like apples and pears and plants. Man, I'm going to come down there and beat you up in a minute, Jansen, I swear. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it, trying not to laugh. This is getting me For anyone listening to this back on the podcast, Jansen's just there with like screw face, waiting to laugh at me. And he's putting me off talking. I'm gonna delete him soon. I was doing fine to you. Mentioned the fishing. Say that again. You mentioned the fishing. Yeah. Say that again. What ago. did you just say, Jads? You're talking about apples and pears. <laughs> so what, man? You like it's got fishing. It's got apples. It's got pears. I was trying to say it's got all farming stuff, <laughs> but you just cut me off with the apple and pears bit. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> putting in chat. Farmer it, Nick. Uh, yeah. I'd love to be a little farmer. Just get a farming simulator then. At least the graphics on that are all right. There you go. It's not got the same feel, is it? It's not got the same feel. I want Zelda in a farm. Where I go in the mines. I go in the mines, little pickaxe, chip some stones off. Wouldn't you rather drive a combine harvester? Over your face, yes. (laughs) Put a picture of Zelda on the side. (laughs) Put a picture of Zelda on the side. We need to get a picture of Nick on a a big combine, just driving it through the... the, uh... Comic Clown's interested. He says, hmm, fish farm. Now I'm interested. He's just bought a grand's <laughs> worth of fish tank, hasn't he? Yeah. 
<laughs> he, he's, he, he's got um, fishing with the highest graphics. It's aquarium. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, yeah. Real, it's real. Gra- it's real. <laughs> <laughs> right, move on then. Um, the next bit of uh, news we was going to get into, it's not even news. It was a discussion that came up in the Discord about controllers having aim assist because what happened was, as you'll know, we was all slating Jansen because he plays on controller on Modern Warfare and he's crap at it. Now... <laughs> to be blunt and he's telling everybody in the community give me a couple of weeks and I'll be a pro at this you watch how good I get I just need some practice anyway he's given me and me and Leo his account Leo's already got him the golden gun um, which we'll talk about later on and I started playing I'm getting like 12 kills Jansen had a couple of goes he started on the keyboard and he was better but he reckons it's down to him not being tired when he was on keyboard so yeah well, look, my argument is is that uh, I use, I'm used to playing on a controller, and I play better on a controller, and I enjoy it more. So when I was playing then, it was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, like I had a couple of goes, and I was getting, like, okay kills. And then you're like... What do you oh, mean okay so kills? What's okay kills? You got four. <laughs> no, I got eight. Yeah, well, you got 12 on keyboard. Yeah, and then that's why I was saying to you, like, I'm more alert. Like, obviously, Modern Warfare is a really fast-paced game. You've got to concentrate, like, to be able to do well. So when I'm playing it at 2 o'clock in the morning after I've been on Photoshop for, like, four hours, and then we start playing, obviously I'm going to be lagging, and I won't put it down to, like, me being on a controller, because I would be the same if I was on keyboard and mouse. So when I played on your computer... I'm playing on a smaller screen with a higher frame rate in the middle of the day when I'm at my peak, and I did better. And everyone's <laughs> when like, you're oh, at God. your peak. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 out. That's a, it makes total sense, though. It's like, I'm always going to be. Uh, Jake's come into the chat night. and backed us up here. You started at 8 p.m., Jansen, on controller. You were still crap. What's she talking about? <laughs> She's like, get out of here. <laughs> So what we what we need to do is is have you have a controller and play it at the same time one Where day, no then have yeah. the keyboard and mouse play at the same time the next day, yeah. and then see what's be- which one's better. But the thing is, when we used to play before, and I had my setup at home, and I was playing a uh, controller, and we would play something like um, uh, Ballistic Overkill. Like I wasn't bottom off the board can every we, time. Can we just pause for a second? Because I've been playing with Liquid Cold UK uh, all week. And he says, Nick would destroy you now, in all fairness. Jansen's <laughs> <laughs> uh, got like a half screw face on now where he's half serious, half not serious. He's like, shut up, everyone. He's just going to get up, drop his headphones on the floor and piss I'm off. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's having a go at me on there. No, but the thing is, it's like I've, I've just accepted that like people are going to rip me for like having a controller. So... I'm kind of immune to that now. It's just in one ear out the other. But I know how well I play, and I know that I play better with a controller because that's what I play most at. So, Well, why don't you go and play with Mystic, dude, then? Because he just says, I use a gamepad for Division 2. Uh, time to get into COD, and I'll show you how it's done. Bring it on, Mystic, dude. We would yeah. love to see you in Modern Warfare yeah. with us with your controller. And yeah, see I'd how good to see you more do. people like playing Modern Warfare with controller. So would I, because I'll smash all of you up. Yeah, I'll be getting but kills what you've got to understand as well is like, yeah, 
I bought that game and since I've owned it, I've played maybe two hours and you and Leo have played it like for 10 hours. And now we've probably played it for about 50 hours. <laughs> yeah. We've already so, got you the golden gun in game and no one's got that. We haven't seen anyone with it apart from us. Yeah. So that's why I was saying to you before, when I bought the game, I played it and I was like, yeah, this is good. I can get into this. And then I was like, look, give me a couple of weeks when I've had a bit of practice and then you'll see like how good I am with a controller. But I haven't had a chance to even play the game. Well, I believe Mystic Dude wants a challenge. The challenge is get in with us on Call of Duty and see if you fare well with us playing on keyboard whilst you're on controller. The challenge is set. I wouldn't mind doing a head-to-head, like a team deathmatch. Two controllers, yeah, four on the thingy. Yeah, and then just see like what the outcome is. Well, see how much we burn you. Yeah, but the thing is... I reckon we put down bets. I reckon we put down bets of a couple of grand. Yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, Yeah, because you know I'm going to gain you. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, you versus me might be a different story. If there's a team of keyboard and mouse and controllers, yeah, you probably are going to win. All I'm right, curious then. to see by how much. Uh, we see, I want Wacky and Liquid called on my team and Jade. And then you can pick your team. But the thing is, is that if you lot went on controller and then we went on to keyboard and mouse, we'd wipe the floor with you. Yeah, but that's it, the whole that, point. That, we wouldn't go on yeah. controller because it's useless. Yeah, but all that would prove... Is, is that, that the keyboard easier. and mouse is better? Not better, easier. It's yeah, but that's easier. the whole argument from the beginning. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Not better, but easier? Wouldn't that yeah. make it better because it's easier? Yeah. No, better <laughs> is what you prefer. Okay, <laughs> so to be better, I should go on a keyboard, but if I want to be easier, I should use the control. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't get that logic. <laughs> so if you're using a keyboard and a mouse, it's easier to aim therefore it's easier but if you prefer sitting back with a controller in your hand and you feel more comfortable then that's what's better for you ah uh, so that's why they put aim assist in for people like to lay exactly. back on their couch and yeah. be lazy and this is the whole, okay this is the whole argument goggles that... put in chat jansen is trying to sneak over to the light side now can we just pause? I hate well, using the keyboard and mouse, so I'll never do it. Yeah. No matter what anyone says to me, I think why should I change to something yeah. I? But don't we do agree. Use? We do oh, agree well. that you honestly believe that you personally, if it was just you playing on your own, you get more kills with mouse, with uh, with a controller than you would with mouse and keyboard. That's the way you believe it. But the thing is, we've seen you on mouse and keyboard, and you did better. Maybe you even need to. Play on controller in the daytime, or you need to be tired and play on mouse and keyboard, and we'll have a comparison just for fun. There you go. Yeah, but we could do that just for fun. But at the end of the day, you lot all want to be at the top of the leaderboard. I'm a casual gamer. I get on it to play, kill a couple of people, have a laugh, and then get off. I don't care if if I'm not at the top. That, that's not what I'm there for. I'm just <laughs> there to like have fun. Friend of folk. Friend of folk oh, put in yeah. the chat, lock him in his room with only a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say something quickly? Um, the question we actually put down to talk about wasn't about this at all. The actual question we was, which we wanted to talk about was, do you think it's fair to let players have aim assist when they're playing cross-platform like Modern Warfare? We yeah. just all ripped into Jansen, but we're not, we're not even talking about that. But the thing is, it's like, 
um, things that you shouldn't talk about is religion, politics, and controllers. And Amosis. And Amosis. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it, it's always it always starts a bit a uh, pretty big debate when we talk about um, controller versus keyboard and mouse. But it, we always come out with the same outcome. I, I feel like I'm. I always have to defend it, but I don't have to defend. Well, at least any... you got one mate with Mystic Dude on your side. Yeah, but, but the that, thing is, that just shows there's two of you out of how many people are here. But the thing is, it's like I get that the majority of people that have a um, have a PC might not even own a controller, and most games they will play on keyboard and mouse, and I get that, and it, it's what they're used to, it's what they're good at. You give them a controller, and they'll be like, "Oh, I can't use it." And like that's me with keyboard and mouse. I use a keyboard and mouse so like little that it to me I'm more likely to rage quit because my mouse is hitting everything on the desk and I keep pressing the wrong buttons on the keyboard. But I think I think I tell, you, I tell you what we should do. We should get Leo to give you a little training session on the mouse and keyboard <laughs> and get you up to but, standard. Yeah, but the thing is, I know how to do it. I just don't enjoy doing it. Yeah, but wait a minute. A minute ago, you said that when you're moving the mouse around, you keep on slamming into things. There's a way to get around that, just by a trackball, dude. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We've got, we've got another situation on the cards right now. Mystic Dude in the chat says, I'm left-handed. I have no choice. I have to adapt and overcome and kill the right-handed keyboarders. Well, Mystic Dude, I'm left-handed as well. And basically, I redo all my keyboards for the up, down, left, and right. I have the right control for jump. I have the enter button to slide, and then all the buttons where page up and page down is, that's all of my buttons to throw grenades and stuff like that. And then the zero on the number pad is to run. So the left-handed thing is no excuse, because I play left-handed on mouse and keyboard. Look, I'm on, my mouse is on the left. We've got a bunch of people on the, on the chat come chiming in now. I used to play on, on controller, but keyboard's the best now. <laughs> yeah. And Clint a lot of people will make that transition because they would have grown up with a Xbox or PlayStation, bought a PC, started using keyboard and mouse, and that's that's what they're happy with. But, but me, I've I've got a forty inch screen and I want to sit back, put my feet up and play with a controller. I don't want to be like two inches away from the screen on a keyboard and a mouse, smashing everything off my desk because my mouse is going all over the place. <laughs> Mystic dude just put in, I'm not listening anymore. I'm buying COD as we speak <laughs> <laughs> with his left hand. His one left hand. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say something then, but I totally forgot when I was just reading about the left-handed thing. We, but, we should um, probably get oh, on to the actual subject of like the... Yeah, the aim. one thing I was going to say just quickly is uh, everybody in there that's writing right now is right because I still do the same thing. It's first-person shooter competitive multiplayer games that I believe you have to use a mouse and keyboard. If you're playing The Witcher or you're playing driving games, then yeah, we always use a controller. If you're playing GTA, you have keyboard, and then when you get in the car, you switch to a controller. So I'm not saying don't use a controller. I am saying when you're playing games like Modern Warfare, Battlefield, you're better with, with a keyboard. That's all I'm saying. But like, yeah, yeah we'll move on. The thing is, you are generalising, though. You're saying everyone is better with a keyboard and a mouse but i feel like i'm not yeah but i've seen you play and you are yeah but my argument was that i was playing during the day when i'm wide awake maybe you don't know yourself no, why we, don't you get to know a... you need to love yourself chance before what? you love why anything you else who i am <laughs> why do you think you know me better than me i think i do 
You need to do this scientifically. I told you, the same time of day, you put them on a keyboard and mouse, and yeah, then do the it again is, the next day like, on controller. You're not talking like, uh, like playing on a controller is like taking heroin. Like you're all kind of <laughs> like getting together to like start an intervention. Like wean me off a controller and get me onto. It the is. It's and like mouse. you're still suckling on a titty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring you up to the big boy table with the keyboard and mouse. <laughs> we'll wean you off of that. I don't yeah, know why you lot are so bothered. I don't know why we I'm are either. I'm not bothered. If it <laughs> Maybe it's just it becoming makes... fun just to slate Jansen about his ki- about his mouse or his hey, keyboard or his controller. I think it's great that if, if you want controller and it makes you happy, that's great. But I would like to see you play <laughs> controller and keyboard, same time, same conditions. And yeah, see what I, I would do that. I, I would play keyboard and mouse one match and then yeah. play controller there next match and see how I do. Uh, friend of phone just put in there. Sorry, Chad. They just put in. From now on, when we see someone with a controller, we'll be calling it doing a Jansen. But um, yeah, when I first got uh, Call of Duty and we were showing uh, Leo the game, uh, I we were taking it turns, weren't we? So he was playing yeah. keyboard, and then when it was my turn, I'd swap over, use controller. So I was doing all right playing controller. But then something happened and it wouldn't switch back to the controller. So I then swapped with him and just started playing keyboard and mouse. But then I was doing crap. And it's because, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Was... When were you doing crap? When you was on my computer? No, when we were on my computer. Oh, right, yeah. But that's because we, we, you're on we... your knees. Yeah, we were kneeling in front of it. But, like, the <laughs> thing is, it's like I wasn't comfortable with keyboard and mouse. So I felt like, ah, uh, I'm not enjoying it. It really this. annoys me. He's never comfortable when he's kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Get back in your on cage. That note. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. That's just a prime example of me like playing and enjoying it when I had my controller, and then when I had to like switch to keyboard and mouse, I felt like oh, I can't be bothered anymore because I'm I'm not enjoying it. And that's when I said to Leo, "Look, you just play. I watch." Yeah, that is true. Right, should we move on from the keyboard and mouse situation? Oh, we ain't finished yet. Moving on. We Why? didn't even answer the question. Whether <laughs> we, we think it's him. fair. Yeah, that is true. We haven't answered the question yet. We just so talked a The actual question is, like, on games like Modern Warfare, where it's cross, well, where it's cross-platform, <laughs> and the controller players have control uh, aim assist. I think available. you need to pause and go lips, the mouth, and the tongue, and then carry right. on. Have a bit of coffee. <laughs> Are you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be tired if you played Modern Warfare at night. Yeah, but the thing well, is, is, I think my mouse getting dry because I'm. It's not used to talking about, so much because you get passionate yeah. about a controller. Yeah, it's because <laughs> everyone's ripping me. I've got to try and defend myself. Look, I, 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 controller. To, to go on the aim assist thing, aim assist was created for people that use controllers and lay on their back while they're playing games. That's the only reason they put aim assist in there. But most yeah. of the time, with aim assist on. You still beat him on the keyboard and mouse. So what does that say? Yeah, so that's so why you... I think like um, it is fair to have it because I totally agree that the fact that if you're on a controller, you do have a disadvantage. So to uh, have... whoa, whoa, pause, pause, pause. Just say that sentence again. If you, you are a it. controller, you do have a disadvantage. So that just answers everything. You just say that at the beginning. We wouldn't have had to have this conversation. He kind of did earlier. Yeah, I'm saying like compared to like keyboard and mouse and controller, like it is easier 
to use a keyboard and mouse. So you have a disadvantage using a controller. So for them, say you have a disadvantage of say like 40%. Yeah. And then by turning the aim assist on, it gives you a boost of 20%. Then your handicap is reduced yeah, to twenty percent. So, so what you're saying it gives you a little bit like of a closer gap. Yeah, but you, so what you you agree you you're saying it's okay to have aim assist on a multiplayer game. Yeah, because See, I'm, I disagree. I think I think it's cheating to have me having to aim. Yeah, maybe it's easier with a mouse. But if it's easier with a mouse, use a bloody mouse. I yeah, don't think you should have you. aim assist. That so when I come out with my gun, it goes all over the place. And then you come out and you go near me and it, it locks onto my onto my head. Yeah, but if you're that cheating. good like you say you are, you shouldn't be worried. I think it's cheating. I don't think I'll, it I think I'll aim think assist should be used in single player or it should be used um on like a non XP. So say we're playing like a private match or something where there's no XP involved. But when it comes down to unlocking XP, unlocking levels, unlocking gun skins and actually XP levelling up I think if you want to use a controller, it's tough titty. You shouldn't be able to do that and cheat. Uh, well, I think, I think, I think with we... you, you're just scared that these controller players are going to start... Like, Mate, that's the last up. thing to scare me in the world. I'll bet anyone. So, yeah, so why are you bothered then? <laughs> because I just think it's not, it's not actually a natural... You're not naturally being good at it. Every time you go near me, we've been like, look, this is, this is the hitbox. Your mouse comes... Your, your controller comes here, boom, straight on my head. Headshot. How are you getting headshots if it's aim assist? It's cheating, man. You're getting more XP for a headshot. So what we need to do is put on aim assist on keyboard and mouse, and then we'd smoke you really bad. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? We just go near it, and it just you just hit somebody just straight away. Into, yeah, you just go near it, and it just aims right at the head, and we have headshots all the time. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, at, at the end of the day, you've still got to get your crosshair close to their head to get that headshot. If you're aiming well, at their ankle... And it locks onto their ankle. You're not going to get a headshot. All it's doing is that you can go from like one side of the screen to the other and land on a player instantly with a keyboard and a mouse. But with a controller, you might move across and wiggle around a bit before you actually get onto the player. So all it's doing is giving you like a little bit of an advantage to keep up with the people that are on keyboard and mouse yeah. because everyone knows there there's different levels. Yeah. Like, well, a, a, Mystic Dude just said aim assist doesn't work that way, the way I just explained it. And he says it, it basically it helps you track, not actually aim. I don't know what it does because I don't use it because I don't use a controller. But I still think anything like that is wrong in a competitive match. See, uh, there's the aim assist, which is like um, like you put your uh, crosshair like near someone and when you press the uh, aim button, then the aim will lock onto you. So you get that in like single player, so that when you're looking around the room, you just press uh, aim, and then you shoot. Let go, press aim, shoot. And that's and not cheating. It. No, but what I'm saying, every time you do that, you're then locking onto someone and shooting them. On a single player, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that you could have that in an actual like multiplayer game i'm saying aim assist so that like you can get Have a minimal a level yeah so it's not like you just press aim and it automatically locks onto someone i'm saying you still have to do the work of getting your crosshair onto someone 
but maybe when you then aim it's just holding it a bit more steady so that you're not well, all over the place it's quite funny because jadeite's just put in chat basically that the, the pros that have controllers they won't use aim assist maybe it's a maybe it makes it worse i don't know yeah but it's like in driving games as well isn't it it's like the brake assist it the car's braking for you when you don't want it to and it like if you're really good at the game like it's gonna be like a disadvantage for you yeah that's so, why yeah, i turn like, it off yeah so a pro gamer on controller might be like look it's it's doing things i don't want it to do but for a normal person who's just like oh look i just play every now and then like i can't get a single kill but i turn yeah. on aim assist and i get two kills per game like surely it for someone like that <laughs> friend of both put in there if know, hendrix sorry. was alive and a gamer he would have moved to mouse and keyboard by now <laughs> except he would have flipped look, it around put it this way I, I reckon it, it's time to move on um, i reckon if jesus was alive today he'd be on controller <laughs> i reckon if jesus were alive today he'd be on a cross <laughs> that's, right, we're not going. that's just pissed off everyone that's religious another subject <laughs> time to move on it'd be on cross platform <laughs> i get it i get it <laughs> how many people we pissed off text into us if we've pissed you off put a one in there <laughs> you watch now i'm gonna get a million a million bloody uh what do you call it um reviews <laughs> can't believe he went there one thing jansen said earlier in the pod is don't do religion yeah. <laughs> or politics. It's like uh, religion, politics, and controllers, and we've done uh, right, two right. out of three so far. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, right. Who's got something about Trump? Well, yeah. I could Trump that, but I won't. Uh, see, that's enough. Right, let's move yeah. on. Gray, what's your news today? As we've been going for an hour and like five minutes, and we haven't news even got is, the news. Uh, not long ago, we were talking about how Aldi was making a, a, a computer that uh, can enter into the market and start playing right away, especially for the lower end. Uh, PCs. So now we have a company coming out, Skytech, who's coming up with a gaming PC that has as a 2070 Super card in it for a thousand dollars. And apparently they're using a Ryzen 5 3600, a six-core 12-thread, the 20, the RTX 2070 Super card. Okay, and they're having the uh, AMD motherboard, 16 gigs of RAM, a DDR4 RAM. That Sorry, is. who is it that's making this? Skytech, company called Skytech. Is it a custom so, build or is it a production line build? It, Apparently a production line bill from what I'm seeing. You can buy it now. So $1,000. Yeah, but the problem with that, graphic super. for $1,000, yeah, I can tell you right now, if I got hold of one of them, and like, I'm I'm 90% sure that I'm right, but if I'm wrong, then someone tell me. When you're getting that for $1,000, yeah, it's got an RTX 20 Super in it, yeah? Uh, what else has it got in there? What chip? It's got a Ryzen 5 3600. Ryzen 5 3600. And then every other thing in that computer is a cheap piece of crap. I can guarantee you. I bet the PSU is light, light as a feather, and it's probably worth thirty quid. No, it's not. Eighty plus bronze power supply. What make? Gigs with bronze. 3, megahertz what make? Bronze. What make? It doesn't say the make. It it's doesn't say the, the make. <laughs> yeah. So I understand that. Yeah. But I bought mine from Platinum. It's bronze, so it's the lowest like efficiency rating. I know, but for an entry level, I mean, this is bigger than an entry level PC for a thousand bucks. I was surprised they put a twenty. Is he getting his back to front here? He's not <laughs> hearing you, is he? <laughs> He's got cotton in his ears. Gray, it's the lowest. Yeah. That like the power supply is the lowest I one. Get, you get. I get it. The cabling get it. will be the lowest quality. It will probably I, I'm not be. 
what they do is they make these computers with a 2070 super and that chip and then that's what their selling point is and the rest yeah. of the computer will be in like a 10 pound case with a 10 pound pair of shoe and that's where it goes wrong you probably I'm not you. one usb2 I'm just... on the back you've well, got no wi-fi it... no bluetooth the bubble no board's made out of tin foil. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next level Aldi. Just sold by another company. Exactly. <laughs> it's probably bought from Aldi. <laughs> Rebranded. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I, I wouldn't trust something that cheap because at the end of the day, you get what you pay for <laughs> and we know what's inside high-end pre-built machines as well. Like, you, we've seen like a two grand, three grand machine and we've seen inside it, and it doesn't look good. So and this is from something, we, we won't name anyone, but this is a company that is well known to have the highest end of gaming machines that are production line built, and once you open that up, it looks crap in there. And we've yeah. been at shows where they're trying to sell these, and the people working for them are like, man, this is hard to sell because they've put a new window on the side, and now you can see how crap it looks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> graphics card case is that big massive great case little tiny tiny graphics card in there which is a slimline one and you just think ooh like why is that in yeah. there it's got one fan on it it's got no back plate like all the cabling is multicoloured it's all over the place like just going crisscrossing everywhere yeah but buy for a thousand and strip the parts out of it you want <laughs> no this like, um, the whole thing liquid exactly. put in there like oh cyber power PC cough no, uh, all joking aside, this isn't a PC building company. This is a massive company, like one of your greats, like high-end yeah. companies that build office computers, gaming computers, everything. But we uh, won't go into names. Top, top three, top three big computer companies in the world. Yeah, and you got to remember, they put the top quality stuff in there for the, the USP, for the sales, but then the rest of it, it's just a letdown. And that's why I will say to a lot of people, if someone will come to me and say, oh, I've seen this computer guy on eBay and he's building me computers for £400. And I'm like, tell me what's in it. And they'll be like, yeah, it's got this, that and the other. It'll be high-end sounding parts. But then you look at the rest of it and it's all cheap crap. And that's where this guy's making his profit. Then they yeah. come to me and I go, look, I'll do the same deal, but I'll do it with a Corsair power supply. I'll do it with Corsair RAM. I'll do it with an Asus motherboard, which would be a Strix board. And I can get the price to the same because I'm not taking a bigger cut in profit because that's not what we're about. We're not about just making money. We're about actually putting quality stuff out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because these people, they're maximizing their profit and they're conning you by, like, what it says on paper. And what it says on paper is true, but when you get what you've got, pretty much everything is on board. It's like there's – it's the cheapest off everything, and yeah. when you look at it, you realise that you've literally wasted your money. People don't realise you can have the best quality components somewhere, but there's always going to be a weak link. And if you've got the best processor and the best graphics card, but then you've got a crap power supply, that thing ain't getting power given to it at the right times and as uh, sufficient as it needs to get there. It's a massive hit against it. It just it might look good to everybody, but like that that. Uh, the, the graphics card and the CPU, you won't be able to overclock it because it won't be able to supply the power. So it's yeah. just like that's the weakest link in the system. Nothing's going to be getting very good out of it. Like You're not going to be able to get them, them boosts, you know? Same you know, with the RAM. They'll say to you, look, you've got 32 gigs of RAM. 
but it will be the slowest RAM that they can buy. Yeah, with no heat sinks on it, it'll be just like PCB green. It'll yeah, look, it'll look horrible. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, uh, I'd say grey. If someone's out there and they're looking for a PC for a thousand dollars, and that's for that. Like anyone that knows us, check us out. Like we might be able to, like we could probably get the price down much lower than that for a better computer. So with high quality stuff, so it's always worth a check. And if we can't, we'll go to Audi's, buy you one. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we move on? Should we move into the game section finally? Yeah. The game section is not going to be too big today because, um, in all honesty, we've only been playing uh, Modern Warfare, and Gray's been playing his own stuff, so he's got a couple of games. But I just wanted to talk about. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, again, because basically Jansen wasn't here last week, and that's, we were meant to have a discussion about it, um, because what happened is Call of Duty is not my kind of game. I don't normally like playing it, because I get so frustrated, and to be fair, what happened is Jansen, obviously his computer's here at the moment, so he said, look, if you want to use my account, just play the game. He's only played a couple of hours on it, Um and me and Leo, my son Leo, or as everyone knows, he's only small. Um, he's well good at first-person shooters. He has been playing, and he's at the top of the leaderboards in every single game. He's been playing it for two days straight. I've been streaming um, whilst he's been playing. So I'm on stream, he's been playing the game. And we've been doing some good little streams, having a bit of fun. But what we started trying to do over the weekend is we, we got right into this game. And every time you level up, you get a gun you can level that gun up with all the different skins. So you might have, like, snake skin. You might have, like, this one called Topo or Saint. There's one called, uh, like, um, I can't remember the names of all the different ones. But there's loads of different skins to start with. And then it will say, like, look, you need to crouch and get 100 kills. You'll unlock them progressively. And once you unlock all of these different things, and I mean, I have never seen anyone do it. My son done it in two days. He got the golden gun, and now we're actually working on the platinum, which means you need to get every gun in gold, and then you can get the platinum gun. And you know what I'm like. I love collecting, I love unlocking, and I love being able to show off what we've gained in-game. And for me, basically, it's it's like, man, we could just keep unlocking stuff. And I started playing the game when no one was around, because I feel when people are around, it puts me off. I started playing a game and I actually got addicted and I've been playing with a few of the crew um, for the last couple of days and I'm just addicted to it. I'm, I'm getting like 12, 13 kills now. Admittedly, Leo's getting 40 kills a game like um, Liquid Cold is and Jade is and Wacky is. So I'm not brilliant, but I'm starting to find that I'm good enough that I can actually enjoy the game, kill people, and I'm not just getting stressed out with it, you know? Yeah, but then the people you're talking about that you're playing with, these are people that have been playing like Black Ops 4 like yeah. all Call of Duties before this, like Modern Warfare 2, like they, they've got hours and hours invested in these type of games. And like I play a lot of Battlefield, but Battlefield gameplay is very different. It's a lot more tactical, a lot more like larger maps. You've got vehicles. Yeah. Um, so like this is very fast paced, getting shot in the back a lot. So like when you play with someone like Wacky, you, you know he's going to get high scores because this is what he plays all the time got a lot of time invested in it he's had a lot of practice yeah so like with you getting on there and getting 10 kills that's that's not bad compared to like those that have like, yeah but the thing that i think is pretty crazy is my son and um 
friend or foe just put in, come on, spill the beans, what does your missus think of pushing the game onto your son? Well, firstly, I ain't pushed it onto him. He loves it. It's, it's one of his favourite games of all time because he loves that kind of game. And to be fair, like you're saying about the kills, Jance, and about the experience everybody here's got, mm. that's pretty much the first AAA, first-person shooter he's played, and he's getting 35, 40 kills per game. He's at the top of the leaderboard with the likes of Wacky and Liquid called up yeah, there. With... He, he built up his experience in Ballistic Overkill. Yeah, but that game's nowhere near on the same level as Modern Warfare. No, but it's a good, it's a good uh, practice ground, though. So he's he's learnt how to play those kind of games and how to like um, like hone his skills in in a yeah. game like that, like how to camp, how to find campers, like where to go on maps. It there, there's a pattern to play in these type of games, and he's basically been in ballistic overkill boot camp prepping. Yeah for modern warfare so yeah. he just comes in and he's just kicked the door in and he's caning everyone <laughs> yeah um yeah. mystic dude's put in the chat i won't read the full thing out but he's put in there what do you need to do to get the golden gun um <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't actually name the real thing that you put in there you pervert <laughs> but um yeah basically you need to unlock all the skins every single skin and there's there's a, there's a couple of hundred of them i should think uh, and unlocking them skins, you've got to do all... Like, Leo even played for a whole day. Yeah, I mean, a whole day with me streaming. And the whole day, I had to explain to people, he has to crouch, and he has to have no attachments on his gun. And he needed to get, like, 200 kills like that. So he spent the day crouching, and he was still at the top on the leaderboard, whilst crouching and having no attachments. You know, when I put him back on full attachments with everything, he's he's just blowing people up left, right, and centre. And this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. It's a bit of a 50-50 scenario, but I want to know, would, would anybody in chat be interested in watching if I set up a stream where he's playing? And I mean, he is fun to watch because he's constantly killing. It's like watching Dr. Disrespect when he just kills everybody. Bang, 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 bang. Everyone's getting killed. Grenades. And it's just mad. I'm tempted to set up another stream, which is not Extreme PC UK. It's not on my account. It'll be that account that he's using. And... Basically, um, he'll be like the hand. And you won't see him on camera. You'll see his hands because he plays a really unique way. He plays them like this. He's like Jeremy Beadle playing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I might set up a stream for him to start getting into it um, and go from there. So, like, hopefully, if everybody's interested or wants to see it, that's something I might do. But, um, yeah, Modern, go on. You say something. I was going to say, I, I think we should, because uh, Dick and I have been talking about this for a while, the, on bringing on the hand. And yeah. um, I, think, I think it could catch on. I think it'd be cool. Well, imagine starting like up a stream it. called The Hand, and no that's one knows who about. it is. Well, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like yeah. no one knows who it is, and they're like, man, this person's got a tiny hand, and they play well good. Yeah, but this <laughs> is one of the things, um, is I can't really say it, but because of the size of him, that's the issue. So that's why it will be the hand, and that won't be allowed to to be seen. Because obviously, I have to be there on stream, um, on the video, and then he'll he won't be you won't see him or or anything. But he'll be the one playing. Um, so either I can be on stream or we can just go with it. But we have to. I don't know. It's just it's a fifty fifty at the moment on whether to do it or not, because it's it's a bit of a weird subject. I said to Nick, he has to be the voice of the hand. 
Yeah, so like I talk be, over it. He has to be there all the yeah. time. But I was tempted to get a voice changer. So like every time he goes yeah. live, one day he's an alien. The next day exactly. he could be like a werewolf. I don't know what they sound like. <laughs> 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 but it's something that like, yeah, I, I think I might I might try it out um, at the weekend and see how it goes. Or next weekend maybe. Get it all set up and it'll be a whole new thing. I'll put it out on Discord so people can check it out. Um, and we'll go from there. I think it could be quite funny. A friend of fro wants you to pretend you're streaming with a controller. <laughs> I'll just sit there with the controller like this. He's, he's just killing everyone. Oh, I did say that to you when he was playing it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I took your place for a minute because you had to go somewhere. I was like, should I sit here with a controller so everyone thinks I'm playing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I've I've been really, really involved in it. And I'll be actually be buying my own copy of it rather than using Janssen's. We've already unlocked everything for him. We've prestiged him and everything. Jansen's only played for an hour, and his account yeah. is just like it's just blown out of proportion. With <laughs> you've got prestige now, and Leo's unlocked like all of your banners. Because what happens is when you get to level fifty-five, you sort of prestige, and then your whole leveling up changes. But then you get like um, these little um, what are they called? They're not banners. They're like little cotton uh, things. Calling cards. No, not not even calling cards. It's something totally separate to that. It's like little ribbons. And then these little ribbons, you unlock them for all different stuff. And then that's season one. You can unlock like a hundred ribbons, which is a prestige ribbon. And he's already locked a quarter of them for you as well. So oh, Jade saying emblems. No, not even emblems. They're another separate thing. Right. So you've got <laughs> emblems. You've got, you've got uh, like keychains that go on the side of the gun. You've got stickers that go on the side of the gun. And then you've got... Um, when you prestige, you've got these ribbons, and Jade hasn't seen them yet because she's not high enough level. And, yeah, basically ribbons for your hair, Mystic Dude. That's what they are. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> yeah, I was about to put one in my hair. But basically, you unlock them, and it will say, like, you've got level 66, level 67, level 68. But you unlock all these ribbons, and, it's, and it shows you along the bottom of the screen, you, in that season, how far you've unlocked. I'm assuming if you get all the way to the end, you complete that season... When it goes into next season, there's probably some kind of reward or something. Hmm. But it, it for me, that game keeps on giving. Even though you're just shooting people all the time, if I couldn't kill people, I'd get bored of it in a flash. But the fact is that I can kill people in it better than what I thought I could. And getting like an average of 12 kills a game, like I know there's a lot of you out there probably like, 12 kills a game, that's crap. But like for me, who, who's not good at these games, I'm quite happy getting that amount of kills. And... You know, when Leo's on, I love watching him. I'd rather watch him than play myself because he's getting 30 to 40 kills a game and it's just like constant attacking people. I think one of the games he done, he only died twice and he got the 30 kills. It's like crazy. Yeah. I'm dying 18 times. <laughs> but the thing is, for me, like with games like this, like what I prefer, gameplay I prefer the most is playing with people I know. Yeah. So like it's a we do... Um, like a free-for-all but there's six of us that we all know we're in the discord we're all having a laugh and then like we do a free-for-all all six of us together like that yeah. that's really fun gameplay for me like playing online with randoms like even if i'm playing with people i know and say there's a group of us there's four of us on our team it's we all know each other like when i'm yeah. killing strangers it's not as fun it's like if i'm running around a corner and i see you and i shoot you in the face that's that's more fun to me it, like yeah. so like for me yeah it is it more of a fun fun. aspect for you it's not yeah 
I've got a very competitive mindset. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I'm the opposite. If I'm not unlocking stuff, I'm leaving that game. If they yeah, took all the unlocks out, I wouldn't play it because I'd be like, I'm doing the same thing over and again. It's boring. Um, but we've got a few questions in the chat that people are saying. Should we just get through these quickly with um, about the yeah. game and stuff? Um, just quickly, Tallows, uh, cheers, dude. He said that uh, the computer we put on Facebook, which is actually Jansen's PC with all the green pipes, um, that was on the Acer stand. He said it looks awesome. Uh, he Kryptonite. needs some pipes. Yeah, and Kryptonite, just quickly, because we will go back to Modern Warfare, just quickly, Kryptonite, which is the green one you've all seen, that's actually hard line tubing. That's hard pipes that we've bent to make it look like soft pipes. They're not soft pipes at all. They're rock hard. They don't move. And it was to show off our skills with pipe bending. So cheers, Tallows, for that, man. It's much appreciated. Um, yeah, uh, going back to some of the questions, like Liquid Called UK just said, in a week, I've watched you go, talking about me, He's watched me go from two kills per game to 12 kills per game. So it is true what you were saying, Jance. That game does need practice, and it is rewarding to grow when you're playing it. Yeah. Which I don't really feel I get in other games as much, you know? Well, the other thing with this game as well is when you start, it's really frustrating because the basic guns you have, and you're using iron sights, you've got no perks, you're yeah. playing with people that are level 100. Yeah. And so it, it, that grind in the beginning is hard but then once you you find the gun that you're comfortable with you've got your attachments on it you've got your perks like then you feel like you're actually playing the game to your full potential yeah. that's when you start enjoying it more but to be honest it's like for me every single match you play and uh clint eastwood in the chat just said how long's a game a game can range you do get a timer i'm not sure what the timer is but it's about i'll probably say about 10 minutes i'm not actually sure yeah, yeah i think it is but about normally it's like if you're playing team death matches what we play a lot it's normally first team to get to 75 points. Um, and that can go really quick or it could take up to like 10 minutes. But the thing is, after every single game, you always pretty much unlock something new. So it will say, on because you level up guns individually. So on your character, you've got like, the levels just keep going up. One, two, three, four. 55 is a prestige. And you get to 100 and I think it does another one. And then on your guns, say I use the AK-47. On the AK-47... You have to level your gun up because when you shoot it and you use that gun, that levels of that gun goes up. And you might get to like, you have to get to level 71 of the gun to unlock all the skins. And then you have to do all these different missions to unlock the golden gun. Once you've got all your guns in golden guns, then you can unlock um, the platinum. Once you've got all of them in platinum, then you can unlock it in, uh, it's called diamond. And then it's like a multicolored metal color. But the thing is, that's going to take you so long to do. So you really, really can feel like, like I always say, I love it when I get to a game where if I play for a long time, I get rewarded, proper rewarded, where no one's got what I've got. And for me, that game just does that perfectly. And you unlock constantly. Like every time you play a match, you just unlock, unlock, unlock. You know, I, I love that. Yeah. But for someone like you, it's perfect because like you feel you're getting rewarded for the work that you're putting in. But for me... I just enjoy playing the game. Like I don't, I don't like the guns you start with. Um, so I feel like I've got to grind a little bit, and yeah. I've got to get things unlocked. But I, I like skins. Like I wouldn't change the colour of my gun. I wouldn't put stickers on it. I wouldn't put charms on it. Like my uh, character, like what they wear. Like I wouldn't change it because none of that like makes any difference to me. Um, but like yeah, I. I Say I've got to level 30, 
at level 30, I had the exact gun I wanted with the attachments I wanted and all my perks. At that point, like unlocking, I, w I probably wouldn't even look at what I've unlocked. I'd just carry on playing with what I've got. Yeah. But I think that's the difference between fun and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I need more out of a game. That's why I like strategy games. I like to unlock the skill tree. I like to go forward and I like to be able to say, oh, I did like... Even Stardew Valley we were talking about earlier on. I like to unlock all the different fruits and vegetables to get in the farm. <laughs> fruits and vegetables. <laughs> we're back on Stardew yeah. again. Yeah. So, like, um, when you, unlock when you, a rake. Remember when you rake. said to put one in the uh, when you said to put one in the chat for people that like Stardew, there wasn't a single one. That, Man, you boring people whole... out there. <laughs> but the thing is, you got to remember, I'm an indie game lover, and like, I don't even know if that's an indie game, but I like I like them kinds of games. I like to sit down. And to just think about it, Shellbug is in the chat right now. She missed the conversation earlier. Basically, Shell, I'm saying how good Stardew Valley is and that there was an uh -oh. update earlier on um, that's coming out, 1.4, and it allows you to basically have uh, fish pools where you can, uh, you can farm fish. They're going to split your money up so that multiplayers can all work individually. And there's loads of other stuff going to happen. But the point is... These two asses started laughing at me, and I had to stop talking about it. So, uh, yes, I'm sure Cheryl will back me up now in the chat. She's backing you up all the way here. <laughs> One point four, baby. <laughs> exactly. Massive update coming. Been looking That's forward to it for months and months. I mean, <laughs> loads of people play it. It's a it's world true. popular game. Shell's the one. You're the point four. This is all you need to hear from <laughs> Shell. She said, "Screw them. Follow your dreams." That's what I did. That's do. a nightmare. You're a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move on. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We're gonna be playing that every night. There's been like ten people in chat. If you're not in our Discord, like go to extremepcuk.co.uk. There's a link there for the Discord. Download Discord for free. Click the button. Jump in. Just put in chat. Hi, I'm new. Anyone playing Modern Warfare? And we will drag you in. We play from about 8 o'clock to about 12 o'clock at night, most nights. So it'll be good to uh, to see some more people in playing with us. It does get a bit crazy in there because sometimes you can only have six people per game. And we've got two different crews or three different crews playing in the game. But uh, uh, it is very, very funny in that chat. Like, some funny stuff goes down. So... Yeah, jump into our Discord and crack on with it. Right, should we move on? Gray, what have you been playing, dude? I've been playing uh, Division 2, but Episode 2. Next. What else have you been playing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're done with that. He's not done with, done with it. That. that Division 2, yeah. man. It is a good game, but it's coming back Division to haunt do. us. Division 2. It's more like Division Don't. Ain't. I don't care. <laughs> it's like the Starving Valley thing with me. Episode 2 is good. Yeah, but what happened there? You all cut me off and laughed at me. Well, you can laugh at me, too, if you want. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to Red Dead 2, then. Now, go on, just give us a quick one about Division 2, Episode 2. What's it all about? Episode 2 is is uh, the, the Black Tusk takes over the Pentagon, so you have to go in there and get them out of there. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's all new stuff going on, and it's a long mission. Uh, tough to do solo, but, you, but I did it, and I've still got to cover Part 2 of it. Um, but it was a lot of fun being able to play new content, which is what I like. I like the game anyway. I'll play it no matter what. But it was fun to see some real new content coming in there, which was uh, which was good, and it was really excellent. So um, we can skip over that, but I just want to put that in there. Um, Red Dead Two, I finished chapter one, and really liking the game a lot. I think the controls are a little wonky, though. I don't know if the port from what do you mean by wonky? 
Well, the the port over from controller to PC, I think was could have been a little oh, bit I, better. So hold some... on, I didn't think that wasn't ported over, was it? I thought the whole game was remade for PC, and that's why it took yeah, so much sure. longer. That's what they want you. That, that I'm not so sure that's true. I mean, that's what is that why you're you. getting all these stuttering problems and menu problems and stuff? Yeah, there's little things that they do in there that are a little bit annoying. Like for instance, with your gun, you you, you aim with the right mouse button, you shoot with the left. Well, this one. You can aim, but then you shoot with the left, but then when you, you have to recock it every time with the left before you can aim again to shoot again. I'm like, what? I just want to aim really? and shoot. So that's a little annoying. It's not it's not a game breaker, uh, but it is a bit annoying. So there's so a couple of times that some of those things are a little wonky. When you're riding the horse and you're kind of steering around the horse with your you know, with your mouse, it's not quite like you gotta be careful you don't run off a cliff. Uh one good thing with a controller. Yeah, see, I that's, don't, I don't that's know, one game that that's one game that yeah you probably would use. It's like we all flip round now. That's probably yeah, a game where you yeah, would but, use no, a but, controller. But, yeah, because it's but, a bit like GTA. I feel like that's chicken a game tonight. Like, like... Sorry, couldn't help that. <laughs> what GTA? <laughs> no, it's just like you said. I feel like so. It's just like oh, it right. out. I had to blurt it. Blurt. I feel like chicken tonight. Yeah. But, so what? Uh, yeah. Gray's like, what are you not chatting about? What's going on here? <laughs> He don't know chicken tonight because he's American. Yeah, I know he don't. He knows chicken in a can with what? all that jelly crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can finish real quick, one thing that they did do on Red Dead that is nice, if you don't want to steer the horse around trails, not fucking a flat out you know, running the horse, but on trails and stuff, you can you can always go to cinemat, what they call cinematic mode. And it just continues just, to run. And then just let go and the horse will follow the path and the game continues and, they, and the characters talk. But you don't have to be annoyed I about heard. steering through a path. Yeah, I heard on top-end graphics that looks really, really nice in cinematic mode. It is. It does look really, really nice. I was impressed with that. Uh, when you want a flat-out ride, of course you want to ride. But when you're just kind of like the story is progressing, you don't really need to ride your horse on the path. You hit cinematic mode, and they've done a really nice job. Different camera angles, different shots, wide shot, close shots, and the characters keep talking and further the story. Uh, so that's fun. And uh, come this weekend... Uh, myself and a couple of members in our community are going to finally try Red Dead Online. And when we do try that, I'm going to report back here next time, next pod, to let you know how that goes. That that would and be it, a good idea because I'm on the verge of buying that game because it's meant to be so good. But right. I've heard a lot about it of issues at the moment. But no doubt that game's going to be an amazing game. But mm-hmm. if, I've asked about 20 people, I swear, uh, what's Red Dead like? They're like, it's amazing. The storyline is so good. It's it's just so good. I'm, I'm addicted. And then I go, what's the multiplayer? Like, I haven't played it. So everybody's playing yeah, the storyline, and then they want to get into the yeah. multiplayer. But but I'm more focused on the multiplayer than the storyline. I want to know if, when I jump into multiplayer, is it the same as GTA, where you've got the whole world, you can go around and buy apartments, buy saloons, buy different horses? Because, again, that's what I that, like that, out of a game. That sounds terrible, though. That sounds like a bad GTA Instead of cars, you've got horses. <laughs> Instead of nightclubs, you've got saloons. Yeah. Sounds like a poor man's GTA. Like, I understand like playing the story mode. Like You're you're in the Wild West, and you're playing like a Wild West story. It'd probably be quite good. And, that, and that's I the think, point. Yeah, but I think multiplayer, just, I don't know, chasing after each other and horses. Yeah. No, it's not quite like with that. With guns. But, I, but I'm going to find out. We're going to see how far <laughs> we get. With six shooters. That with bad aim. <laughs> getting shot in the sheriff's badge no we don't use aim assist we aim real you know? uh, I, I just noticed just uh, sorry Gray. i just noticed that jansen is obviously on low power saving mode on his headphones is that what you're saying no because he... gargoyle said uh have i frozen 
and I said, no, I'm on low power mode. Oh, right, because you written that in the private as well. And I was like, oh, oh. Leo hasn't plugged these bloody headphones in. He's about to go off. <laughs> no, I typed it in there by accident. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I was like, oh, Johnson's texting me saying his headphones are about to go off. And then I looked and so I thought, well, why has he put that in the main chat? And I thought, oh, he's put it in there by accident. But he wanted to warn us. He's about to drop fun. out any second. <laughs> no, no, that was just my answer to Gargoyle. Oh, right, so you're all good. Yeah. Oh, carry on, Gray. Sorry, dude. I was just going to say, so we're going to kind of bang it out this weekend and see what it's like. And I'm hoping it's going to be as good as you say, Nick. Uh, and if it is, that'll be great because we can start our own posse in yeah, Extreme because there's, there's a few people saying about how, how they like to play the story, get the story out of the way, get to learn the game, get to learn everything about the game. And then that sort of prepares you to go into multiplayer mode, at which point new stuff opens up. And then it's more like GTA where you are buying buildings and you're building clans and you're all going out and shooting and hunting and stuff like that um well well to be fair i originally was going to do that i was going to go play through the multi uh, to the single player campaign at least yeah. halfway but then i decided yeah what the heck we'll just go ahead and see what it's about because the online is a totally different storyline than the game it's, oh. it's completely separate what card are you using by the way on there gray 1080 ti i'm playing uh, at ultra yeah because um gargoyles asking in chat is a 2080 going to handle red dead 2 well um, and I suppose Gargoyle, what screen are you on? You're, you're on 1080, are you? Great. 1080. He won't have any problem. Not me. I'm a 1440p. So you're a 1440 with a 1080, mm -hmm. and you're getting Ultra. I'm on Ultra. I don't see any problem. Yeah. So your 2080 will get Ultra as well at at 1080 up to 1440. Um, so yeah, no worries, Gargoyle. You should be all good. That depends on how many frames you want, or what you. If you're gonna to want to play at 100, then you're probably not gonna get 100. Oh, what you at 60? Uh, no, I'm probably. I think I'm around 75, 80, something like that. All right. But see, cool. I don't care. I don't, I'm not worried about 100. I mean, you're, yeah, but the thing is, you say you're not worried about 100, but once you start using 100 regularly and regularly, and then when regularly? you go back to 60, then it looks slow. Because Jansen's playing on 4K, yeah, and he's playing 4K and he's getting a solid 60 frames, and I come off my ultra wide 3440 by 1440, which is pretty much just under 4K across, but then it's like the top and bottom sliced off because it's ultra wide. Right. And I get off of my monitor and I go to his, and I feel like his graphics card's lagging. And it's not that his graphics card's lagging; it's that the monitor can only do 60, 60 hertz. And well, mine's, I, doing, mine's I, doing 165 actually yeah. on my Asus. I and think I'm... it depends on what game you play as well. Like right. playing Modern Warfare, fast paced. Yeah, playing 60 frames on my monitor, like I felt like, yeah, this is all right, I'm doing okay. Then I went on your computer, yeah. and I'm playing at 100 frames and on a, a smaller screen. And then I was like, yeah, this suits this game well, a lot better. The pixel density is a lot more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, obviously there's a big difference between your £300 4K TV than a £1,000 Asus like, uh, graphical monitor for gaming. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, but that's the thing. It's like when I'm playing mine, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, these these graphics look amazing because it is in 4K. But then you you kind of get used to that like 60 frames. Yeah. And even though it's got HDR as well, it's good. But then when I turn around and sit at your desk, I'm like, well, this makes mine look pants because it's your eyes just get used to it. And you're like, it looks yeah. good. It plays well. But then you play on something better, and you think, "Oh, actually, yeah, this is so much better." 
Yeah. That mystic dude just put in a chat, your eyes only see at 60 hertz anyways. That, <laughs> that can't be true because what's the point of a 100 hertz monitor? What's the point of being a, a, a eSports gamer, like a pro, with a 240 hertz monitor if you can only see in 60, dude? But the, the thing is, there, there was this um, whole debate about what people were saying that your eyes seeing. So a lot of people were saying um, that your eyes uh, will only see like up to um, like 60 hertz. And then it, they changed it and they were like, no, it's actually 200. And then now they're saying it's even more. But then people were saying, yeah, but the thing is, it's the... Uh, it's how smooth your uh, picture will be. So even though it says 60 hertz and then it says 100 hertz, 100 hertz will just be smoother. So your eyes aren't seeing 100 hertz. They're just seeing a smoother picture. But there, there was some way they explained it. So they said, look, even if you've got a 600 hertz monitor, you won't be seeing at 600 hertz. You will just see ultra smooth like motion. Yeah, because the other thing they were saying is we see an 8K. You got 8K monitors coming out, and now they're talking about like 16K monitors or whatever. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you can't see higher than 8K, and how does anyone know unless they've already done it? Yeah, but then as well, again, it's relevant. It's relevant to the size of the screen. So if you're sitting at your computer and you've got an 8K screen, the pixel density of that screen might be more than what your eyes can see. But mm. if you then went in a cinema and you had a 500 inch yeah. projector screen and that was 8k then you would be seeing the 8k yeah. so it's all relative to where it's being seen so i want 16k in a six inch monitor yeah <laughs> there you go. that's you'll be like man i'm looking for a window yeah <laughs> right let's move on so you need a controller on that <laughs> yeah it's aim assist boom, 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 boom. <laughs> right you let's move it, on because we've we've actually got um quite a lot of um Question. questions to get through uh one little thing we're just going to say quickly which we should have done in the modern warfare bit but gray decided to put it in the notes under community and extras because he's good like that is <laughs> is um you've put in there gray about the 725 shotgun still op in modern warfare and i know they actually done an update where they they took the power down on that gun a little bit and that's the gun that they keep changing there's so many people in game arguing about that gun basically the shotgun the 725 in Modern Warfare is so is over... the double barrel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over, over and under It's so barrel. overpowered. You could kill someone across the whole map with it, and they turned it right down, and now they're talking about turning down the game because someone with that gun, you, you just can't you can't kill them. Because, you, like, say you get five bullets in them, they just go bang, you just explode. Like, it's that yeah. powerful at the moment. But that, I felt that, like, when I was playing it and someone had that gun, you get it no didn't choice. matter, like where they shot me or how far away they shot me from i was dying and i was yeah. thinking like the whole point of this modern warfare as well their big selling point was the realism so as much as it is like run round get shot like it, they wanted the actual um hardware that you have in the game to, to be, be as realistic as it is in real life yeah and so like with a shotgun like that i was like there's no way you're, you're killing someone like that distance with 50 meters away yeah yeah that's no like it's like um for shooting pheasants it'll be like so, hit, getting hit by a paintball at that spit at that distance yeah well it'll be <laughs> like someone chucking a load of mini ball bearings at you from like across the room it's like you get like loads of little red dots on you but you're not gonna yeah. die 
you know, it's What's quite funny. When did, when did a shotgun become a sniper rifle? Exactly. exactly. But the funny thing you is, know. I live on the back of a farm, yeah? And regularly, we have to ring up and complain because they shoot. It's a massive field behind me, yeah? And regularly, they drive around in a truck uh, at nighttime and in daytime, and they shoot, yeah, these, these guns. And they're obviously shotguns that they're shooting birds and stuff. And they shoot them in the daytime sometimes. And the little bearings, you can hear them hit the roof. And you find them in the garden and stuff. Yeah. Where they're shooting it up and it's just coming down on my house. Yeah. It's just well annoying. But the thing is, at that distance, like, the velocity of that pellet when it lands, like, it's nothing on the way down. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to hurt you or nothing. Yeah. But it's just annoying when, bang. Yeah. Ding, 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 Like it's going down bloody downfall, that game. On it's, my a roof. Kind of, it's a new kind yeah. of hail. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny because, like, my hobby about two years ago used to be clay shooting. So I used to go and shoot, like, shotguns, like, um, like every... I can imagine you rolling up every, like Del Boy with that, like, ancient gun. <laughs> yeah. You got some video of that? I want to see you doing that. Uh, there, there, there's no video. There is a picture of me, um, like um, shooting one of the guns. But there's my a picture of him holding had... his gun, getting ready to shoot it. Yeah, but I didn't. I never had like a proper old school gun like Del Boy. Um, but have you like, seen I... that video clip? Yeah. Have you, you seen that, Grave? Hit. Yeah. So basically, they were at Clay Pigeon shooting venue, and uh, they're all it's like they're a all pretty posh. Home. Yeah, in a stately yeah. home. They've all got these really nice guns. Del Boy turns up. You must have seen Only Fools and Horses over the times. Have you seen it, Gray? Seen what now? Sorry? Only Fools and Horses. Have you seen it? No. Oh, my God. You've got to check that out. It's a, that's one of the best programs of all time. <laughs> anyway, so he pulls out this, like, old-school antique shotgun. It's, like, massive. And he just, like, fires it off, doesn't he? And everyone's dead. Yeah. So everyone's everyone's shouting pull and then pulling their gun up to their shoulder, shooting, like hitting a few, missing a few. He rocks up with his like old fashioned shotgun and then he says something to him and then they're like, Oh, who are you? Like it's like commoner thinks he can shoot with us and then he shouts pull, he just turns around, he shoots his shotgun from his hip <laughs> and he shoots it twice and hits both clays. <laughs> it's well funny. Uh, well, Liquid Cool UK said, uh, "Can you shoot it better than you can in Modern Warfare?" <laughs> yeah. Well, in real life, I turn the aim assist off. Exactly. Uh, oh, OMFG! Someone get Gray a box set from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> but, Gray, uh, you're gonna have to check out Only Fools and Horses, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Right, um, it's, it's later, one of the I'll best like UK comedies that's ever come out. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, only, I can't believe you haven't seen it, man. So, Right. Send it to me on DM so I can down. I mean, buy it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so I can pi- pi- uh, download. Uh, buy it. Right. right, let's move on. Because um, we've got quite a lot of questions and they're quite in depth. And I've got a feeling a few people are going to want to get involved on these chats. So uh, we do the same thing as normal. Uh, I bet you like, haven't even looked into these questions yet. But I have. So we'll have a chat about it. Right, first off. All of them. Does that mean I can go home then? Uh, ants in your pants so he sent in the first question he says hi I'm thinking of updating my CPU I have a Ryzen 2600X am I better off getting a Ryzen 3900X for around 560 a Ryzen 90 uh, a Ryzen 3950 for around 700 when it's released this month 
or better off getting at 9900k for 500 and an intel motherboard for around 200 so it's making a total of 700 which is the same price as the amd chip for the same cost as the ryzen 9350 the 3950 man so many numbers uh, i currently have an msi b450 tomahawks max motherboard if that makes any difference um right for me personally i'll go straight off the bat now i'm biased a little bit and i would say go with the 9900k because the tomahawk board you've got is a b450 it's not a highly expensive board it's only around 90 to 100 pounds um so i don't know even if you get a chip that powerful it's probably not the best board to go for because you know that you're getting a a, a 700 pound well it'll be a 500 pound chip uh and it's a 700 pound chip on the ryzen and you're putting that into a 100 pound motherboard it's like again the weakest link so for me i would say definitely definitely go with the i9 9900k um and go for a, like an asus strix motherboard which you can get for 200 quid it will have everything on it and it, i personally believe it will work much much smoother um the new chip that's coming out the 3950 yes it's meant to be a powerhouse and everything but again i can't i haven't tested it until i get one i won't know what it's going to be like so for me i'm going to stay with the 9900k i think it would be a much more solid build what do you think i think the way he's explaining it i would i would go with the intel too for now yeah as much as i like the amd and i've heard a lot of good things about the 3950 i think the but that's Intel the point tested, you've heard tested. a lot of good things about it that's what i meant the intel's been more tested so go that route and well i've got yeah. 9900k here and i've never had one issue it always runs cool it, it's it's just perfect jansen's just got a 9900k as well and he's rendering like photoshop and com- compared to the 2700x it's absolutely smashing it out of the park with the quality of and the speed of what it's working at so yeah the efficiency is so much better because it's putting out a lot less heat and it's working a lot faster and like i was saying it's even increased like uh the quality of the picture on my screen yeah so personally i would definitely say go with that or you have got another option um intel are going to be bringing out their 10th gen um chip soon i'm not sure when they're coming out but you know how it is when a new chip comes out it's always a little bit more powerful. The price comes a little bit down. So it might even be worth waiting to then, even if you want to go for the 9900K, because at that point, the price will drop a little bit. And there'll be a lot of second-hand ones going on the market as well. So you could pick a 9900K up pretty cheap when the 10th gen come out. But again, if anybody else in chat or anybody else uh, disagrees with us, then just write into us and put it in next week's pod's questions. But for me, personally... 9900k is the way to go uh and like you'll have a 200 pound motherboard it'll have a lot more features on it it'll be a lot more solid you'll get a much better overclock out of it which when you're using um a multi-threaded chip obviously they're going to run at lower clock speeds so like for gaming say you want a game and it's uh, say you got uh, for instance a clock speed on a chip at 350 yeah so 3.5 gigs and you want to play gaming you've got to remember the four cores that it's using for the gaming you want to have them clock speeds as high as possible for them four cores to get the equivalent of like even if you went for an old intel chip that's running at five gigs but it's only four cores eight threads so personally i know the 9900k 
that can do five gigs out of the box with the with a basic overclock which it does itself so i would go for that because that is it's just a smashing chip um and i, I think that's the way to smashing. go smashing smashing absolutely smashing chip smashing chip <laughs> <laughs> don't know where that come from i've never said that ever maybe my <laughs> missus said that yesterday and i just copied her i don't know <laughs> but yeah anti pants i hope that can uh, solve it for you please let us know what you do do in the end and uh it'd be good to have a little chat about which route you went down or if you thought we was talking rubbish either way we'd like to know um right should we move on to the the next one next question the next question is from tommy gunn and he says going off of what ants in your pants just said in his question amd versus intel good and bad points for both what good and bad points have you two got i'll let you go first this time um, well, for me, I was waiting for the tumbleweed. Then no one's going to say yeah. anything. <laughs> I, I thought Gray might have had something, uh, but I, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go yeah. first. Then um, I was just going to say it because obviously I've just recently switched from AMD to Intel, and it's just what we've been saying earlier. Um, I I prefer Intel over AMD, and I always have. But I do like the AMD chips now, and I think they're more rounded chips because they're not just specific for gaming. Like you can have one for gaming, and it will also be quite good at like multi-core processes as well. Um, but I think that the Intel just outperforms it, and it's just things like uh, the temperatures as well. Like I'm I'm trying to keep my PC as cool as possible, and the AMD chip just isn't helping it and so for me personally i think um the intel and this is from personal experience is better than the amd and i'm not saying amd chips are bad but like i'd say it it runs cooler it runs more efficiently and like that that's basically it really it's they're, they're the two main things you want from a chip yeah well the thing is it's like we're not saying AMD are bad. I think AMD personally are budget, and I think AMD are moving into the high end. You know, you've seen their Threadripper chips and stuff like that. But I just think, like, honestly, from my views, it's the temperatures, it's the clock speeds, it's the issues with RAM speeds. And I know you're not getting these in the newest the newest versions of the AMD chips, but the point is, it it's already too little too late for us because we've already seen the differences and we prefer Intel over AMD. Now, AMD might get better in the future. They might bring out much bigger chips. They might bring out much better chips. I know people in chat are saying that they've got like good AMD chips and stuff. But at the end of the day, everybody's got their own opinion and it's just our opinion that we would stick to Intel because we've had less issues with Intel than we have AMD in fact, I've had no issues with Intel ever. So it, it, until I get an issue, say my 9900K decided it was going to die tonight, I might be a bit like, oh man, I'm going to check out some AMD. But it's just never happened. And yeah. I'm I'm quite, um, what's the word for it? Like, I'm quite satisfied to the point where I don't think it's going to happen. So, you know, it, you learn by your mistakes. You learn by things that go wrong and issues that happen. And that's what guides us. I'm not biased to either one for like, oh, I've got to go Intel oh, because of this, or I've got to choose AMD because of that, because what people are watching and stuff like that. It's not like we're getting given things from people, so we have to swing that way. This is our honest opinion of what we like and why we like it, 
And the thing is, AMD versus Intel, they have their different things, but I just think there's better points on the Intel side right now, and it might very well change in the future. Yeah, and the I thing is, I, I was on Intel before AMD, and I had a, uh, what was it, a 6700K. Yeah. And that that was running perfectly. Like, I had that for about a that, year. That was a four-core eight-thread, wasn't it? Yeah, and it ran perfectly, and that was overclocked. Um, that had something like a 15% overclock on it, Yeah, and it just ran smoothly. And that was running run higher than the other chip, the AMD chip you had. Yeah. And then once I changed the AMD, I was like, oh, all right, I've got a brand new chip. Like at the time, that was uh, what they classed as their uh, top end gaming chip. So yeah. I used that for a while and I was like, but yeah, it's like games are playing okay, but they weren't playing bad before. But now I'm having issues when I'm doing any kind of like editing or rendering. Uh, and then it just started getting really hot. Yeah. And so now going back to Intel, all the problems I had have gone. Uh, so... one, one big problem you had as well, if you remember, is we take the Intel chip out and we're using the same graphics card. You go to Photoshop and it's like all the rendering settings, half of them are grayed out. And it's like, with this processor, you can't use these the settings. Remember? Yeah. And yeah, like... there was, um, what was, it was something to do with uh, some of the 3D imaging and then the... Um, uh, oil painting effect it said that with this chip you are unable to use these functions and that for someone that's doing like the work that Janssen does with all the photoshop and all of the logos and all of the design work and stuff that's a killer for you ain't it it's like why, why would yeah. I can't be using this stuff like I yeah. should be able to use it that's another yeah. reason it turned us off of it you know yeah puts his new 9900k in bang it's all back uh, another issue is when we took the water block yeah. off the chip. So we had a, uh, a monoblock on the AMD chip. So we took all the bolts out, and we're trying to remove the monoblock, and it, it was stuck. So yeah. we're trying to pry it off, but there's no way of getting underneath it because it's a monoblock. So we just had to use brute force to pull it straight up. And then when we did that, it pulled the chip out of the socket. Yeah, and so we were lucky it didn't pull off any of the pins, or because, bend any. Yeah, because the, with the AMD chip, it's literally held in by the tension of grabbers holding each individual pin. Yeah, but there's nothing actually holding the actual chip down. Yeah. So, but that's another like, issue. Why have they still got pins on chips? Look at the Intel. They've got flat, like sort of triangle-shaped things. So that chip goes in and it, they all touch flat. You can't yeah. bend a pin on it. And it, that's yeah. another thing that annoys me. And when that, we, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, when we took that monoblock off, a lot of people probably don't take the monoblocks off because once it's on there, they just sell it as it is. But, you know, we're like experts in that field. So we're being very careful. And it's not like we're manhandling or nothing. And we're trying to take it off as easy as possible. And it pulls the whole bloody thing out. Yeah. And it's literally just the thermal paste that was holding the chip to the monoblock so we're just pulling away thermal paste it wasn't anything like out the ordinary but, but that, yeah that it, could it be to enough. do with the heat though because it's running so hot all the time it's 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 drying out the thermal paste and it's sticking it's going hard yeah. and then so it's like cement on the on the chip so yeah. it, it's like the heat calls that issue we try and take it off it pulls the chip out and i look i look at it i look at jansen and i'm like 
oh my god, Jance. He's like, what? What's happened? I turn it round. He's like, oh my god, the chips on the monoblock. <laughs> <laughs> but like things do happen like that on occasion. You do have funny things and weird things happen. It happens to yeah. all of us. But like I just didn't expect it to happen like that. No. Because if, if it was if it was an Intel chip, the actual chip would be held in place, like with a bracket, so it's held down. So you wouldn't be pulling against like the the actual chip, you'd be pulling against the bracket that's holding it. Yeah. But but with this it was literally held in place by the pins. So we just yanked it out and it literally pulled out all the pins. But yeah. we were just so lucky like you pulled it out straight up and not at an angle because we could have lost a f- couple of pins. I do hate that... when I pull it out and it's it's at an angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially in the CPU. You, you don't really want to get bent. Get bent. That would be probably problem. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, I think we've covered that question. We've got a few more questions to get through. Um, so they're getting deeper as we go as well. These questions are getting they're getting good. People, we're really liking the questions that we're getting lately. And this one, I had to even do a little bit of research because I didn't know a lot about it. And I think, Gray, you was the same in it. Um, we knew the basics, but something, yeah, it sort of fell into the past and we had to sort of look it up. So, yeah, I was the same when I read this. I thought, oh, this isn't something I've heard of anyone doing before. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't have a clue either. So, basically, um, this question comes in from Callum. So, uh, cheers for that. I won't read out your full name because then everyone knows your full name. Um, and basically, he says, question for the show. Back in the day, people would have a GPU and then they would install a second GPU that would just run the physics. And uh, basically, he says, is there similar things you can do with more modern technologies? Now, so this is something that used to happen. So you'd buy one graphics card, you put it in, and that would run your game in. You'd buy another graphics card, put it in, and basically it would do all the rendering and stuff of, like, particles and like um what they called when you have like the skins of the walls and stuff um textures all the textures and stuff like that and basically what it would do is this whole graphics card would just literally work on them kind of physical sort of renderings and stuff why and it's stopping the graphics card from doing it um you could also have it doing it from the cpu but then it would take up a lot of the cpu power now this is something that came out on NVIDIA a little while back and you could go into the, like, the control panel and you could put a second card in and you could switch it on to do these kind of, um, like, oh, I can't think of the word. To you. Yeah, physics effects. Yeah, so, like, to do them calculations for it. Um, but the thing is, you could still do it today. So you can buy two 2080 Ti's, put one in for gaming and one in for that, and then you can switch that on to do that. But for me, I just think... I would never do it because I wouldn't. I don't even like putting in SLI anymore. I feel like we've got to this day and age where you've got an i9 9900K. That thing, that thing's not even using half. I, I think I've only ever seen it use like forty percent at max. So there's extra power there. So I don't think you would need to put an extra GPU. I would definitely not want to buy one anyway. You know, five hundred pound CPU, fifteen hundred pound graphics card put another 1500 pound graphics card in just to do the rendering and the only thing is as well it's only on certain games that it can be used i think the biggest game that it was allowed to use physics uh, for a separate card was the witcher 3 but the thing is i'm playing witcher 3 at 100 frames on uh, ultra graphics so what difference would i see maybe it would be a massive difference i don't know but, but for me it's, okay. it's one of those things where back in the day it made a cards difference weren't powerful yeah it made a huge difference because 
the developers were able to make like these uh, high-end games, but then the hardware wasn't there. So you had to have these little boosters like to get the most out of it. But um, I was going to say, didn't NVIDIA bring out some little USB dongle that was like the same kind of thing, that you plug that in and it boosts your graphics card? So I, I don't know what it did, but it was like a, a little booster, but it just looked like a, a memory stick, but it looked like a mini GPU. Um, I didn't remember that. I don't remember the dongle. I, I do know that uh, about a year ago, physics was uh, turned open source by NVIDIA. And yeah. there's a lot of people using it around the world in different applications. So yeah. obvious, obviously they didn't care enough about it to keep it secret. So they just opened it up for anybody. So it's still around. It's still doing good yeah, things. Still... And now it's an open source. So um, I've just had something really weird up on my end uh, where I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this. On uh, Slobs, which we obviously run the stream from, all of a sudden the cameras and everything, so I can still see the stream, but my chat... And all of the levels and everything has gone completely black. <laughs> so I can't see anything. How well, annoying looks all is good that? Here. <laughs> yeah, the, the stream's running fine, but it's just this end has just gone all flashy and black. I can't see any of the buttons. I can't see really anything on the can chat. You see the, can you see the chat, what, what everyone's put in? I can see the chat on, on the playback of the stream, but I can't see it in my Twitch chat. Yeah, all right. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. You keep getting these issues with these slobs, man. I've been tempted to change it out for ages. Too much stuff packed into one program, trying to do everything. I think you should jack of it. all trades, masters of none, sacked. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we carry on. So yeah, um, sorry, Gray, I wasn't listening to what you were saying at the last bit there because I was just trying to fix this. No, all I, all I was saying before was that the the, the the physics has become open source by Nvidia, so the, about a year ago. So they've allowed anybody to oh, right. take the physics and do whatever they want, which was nice of them. But that also tells you they don't care a lot about it because they. They put it out to the public. Yeah, they've let it out there for um, people to do good things with and then take it back. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, back. you can still do it, but I just don't think it's pointless. I think it's pointless in this day and age with what you've got. Oh, stream's back. It's decided to come back alive. We're all good. Um, <laughs> so let's carry on. But yeah, let us know. what If anyone's got anything about that, let us know and we'll uh, get on to that. Um, we've got a couple of other questions, but before we get into them questions, I know Gargoyle just put a question in the chat which you'd like us to answer. And he said, basically, just a thought for the last minute question. Sorry, um, if the pump on my all-in-one cooler is audible, is it time to switch it out? Well, that depends, Gargoyle. Was it always loud or has it just started getting loud now? Also, is it loud at the moment because you're playing a game for like three hours? Has, it, has the level changed over the history? Because it could be that your pump's on the way out. Or it could just be that you're actually running a game and basically it's it's just it's just being used a lot more. So the water fluid is going round faster, the pump's working harder, and you've got a bit more of a hum like a fish tank, you know? But also, uh, what people don't realise is all-in-one coolers do have air in them as well. Yeah. So that tiny little bit of air could have been pumped round and it's now in the pump. So your pump is just churning up air and that makes it a lot louder. So you could kind of like tip your computer over and so the air gets pushed round back into the rad and that might make it quieter. Yeah, uh, Liquid Cooled UK, he shouldn't be getting any of that because you said give it a clean and possible build up of sediment in the pump. In an all-in-one cooler, it shouldn't be able to get in there because it's absolutely sealed. 
Um, like yeah. Danson said, it might have a tiny piece of air where they've where they've got the fluid in there and it's been sealed up, but there shouldn't there, that shouldn't happen to that all in one cooler. It should literally uh, just work out the box and stay working until it breaks. And the time you do have to worry um, gargoyle is is when it just goes silent and then it gets red hot because that means the pump's given up and that's it. It's yeah. done. At least that noise is letting you know it's actually working. Yeah. Working, yeah. Um, Liquid cooled. I said, "Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't hear that it was an all-in-one. Yeah, because if it was a custom water cooling unit and you've got like a CPU water block or you've got a graphics card water block, you can simply unscrew them all, clean them all out, proper clean them all the metal up, and then put it all back together. Because yeah, you do get sediment. You do get extras in there. You get all sorts of little bits that could be in there. Um, so yeah, you can take them apart, clean them out, and start again." But yeah, um, it might be worth just tilting your computer backwards and seeing if that noise goes. Because what it'd be a little air bubble and it'd be getting thrown all around in that in that little pump. And then what will happen is it will get thrown out to the highest point because obviously air goes up in water. And uh, yeah, that will just go to the back to the top of the radiator or something where it was before. And then it'll be quiet again. Um, so just let us know how it goes. Uh, also, uh, what brand of all-in-one have you got? It's going to say MZXT, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on let's, let's hear the brand we want to hear the brand gargoyle we've had a few nzxts die on us brand new ones to the point yeah. that jansen sent it back and they sent him two over oh no that was christian oh I've, was that christian I've, yeah i've had two die on me but christian he's died he sent it back and they sent him two. Oh, a corsair 240 um was is it a h100i or is it a H100i V2? Or it might be a newer one, which is an RGB one, Pro, but I'm assuming that it's not. Because uh, basically, they did do a H100i, which is a few years old now. I had one, and there was some slight issues with them. And basically, my one died, and then it came to, down to it, and they were saying like there was an issue with it. I don't know what it was, but the H100i V2 was the one they brought out which fixed the problem. It was a V2. It's a V2 you've got. Because um, the V2 is what I've got in the computer behind me. It's an absolutely amazing um, water cooler. And and to be fair, I, I think Corsair ha- actually have one of the most coolest, as in low temperatures, out of all yeah, the coolers. They don't look all we, as special. Yeah, because but... we, we would always recommend it to people that were saying, like, what's the highest performing all-in-one? And we would always recommend like that Corsair because... It was built like rock solid, and it, it's built for performance. So, like with the Kraken, it's nice looking, but the the build quality is quite poor because we've had like uh, three of them die. Yeah. And like the H100, like we, that's been going for ages. Now you've put it in your son's computer, and it's still going. Yeah. So I've got a H100i V2. I had it for a year in mine. It was. It's been in. It was into the fifty-eight twenty K, and now, yeah, it's still in there, isn't it? And Leo's uh, computer's got a. I think it's the H fifty, is it or H seventy, which is the single rad one, and that's that's in a computer that's like years old, and it's still doing absolutely fine. So yeah, really, really good callers. Um, yeah. But yeah, hope, I'm glad we could uh, solve that. Let us know, gargoyle, if um, if it, your problem gets solved or what happens. It'd be cool to know. Um, right, let's move on because we are going over quite a bit. Um, it was probably because I was so late getting on because of the traffic today, <laughs> and because like trying to get everything set up. 
But, um, oh, Mystic Dude just says quickly, mine's a H100V2. Sometimes the system seems a little noisy, but it's usually the fans need a clean. That could be it, but um, I think the noise he's talking about is actually pump noise because uh, fans are is, is a bit of a totally different sound. But then again, we'll see what happens. Um, right, next question, boys and girls. Uh, Clint Eastwood, he says, here's one from Hawaii. Oh, man, I wish I was in Hawaii. I'm never getting to Hawaii. Can I come I stay at your house? Clint Eastwood lived in Hawaii. Yeah, when's Clint Eastwood live in Hawaii? <laughs> That's right. Since when? <laughs> There's no horseback over there, is there? In the old western towns? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he says... Daddy Harry. <laughs> he says, what games have the potential to become the... I'll say that again. What? I don't know what I said <laughs> then. What? Brian Badonde. Brian Badonde's bubble-de-boo. Here's one from Hawaii. What games have the potential to become the Ready Player One types of games... As far as global influence is concerned, are we going down that direction? Thanks for the great shows. Cheers for the uh, nice feedback. Anyway, Clint Eastwood, but um, what people don't yeah. realise is yeah. Hold on. What I I read this. Yeah. But I didn't know what he meant. I do. Do you want me to explain? Yeah. So basically, the film Ready Player One. You put the VR yeah. on. You go into yeah. there, and then you become a new person. You live out the life you want in VR. Yeah. It's for every sad bastard out there. So, so what's his question? What, so his question went... is, uh, what games have got the potential to be like that? Or are we going down that direction where we all go into the computers? Like we all sit here, put our VR on, and then we're all in a new world. Like you're at your house, I'm here, Grey's there. And then we're all like, having a party together in game. That's what I'm assuming. And okay. the one thing I wanted to get straight out of the box here is, there is a game called Ready Player One. It's a VR game. It's already out on Steam. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Let me see if I can uh, get we should, it up. We should ask ANCAP. ANCAP plays everything VR. Where is he? <laughs> there you go. Ready Player One. It's a free-to-play game. Um, and it says, like, the Ready Player One is an Oasis beta that um, came out in 2018. And it's a phase of the immersive virtual universe from the film, uh, Ready Player One. In the Oasis, you can go anywhere, do anything, be anyone, only limits reality... Uh, of reality <clears throat> if i don't choke that is man the only limits of reality are at your own imagination and basically it's got everything in that game uh that's on the tv series so you go in there you can float to different worlds do things talk to people can so, you drive the delorean i'm not sure if you can drive the delorean <laughs> i haven't been in there jance but i'm yeah, sure but there's somewhere with the, what? with the exception with I the exception of vr I only flashed it up for a second so I could read it. (laughs) But, like, I think um, gaming's going to go... It's going to split. And I think at some point, basically, the VR's going to go down a whole separate route and normal gaming's going to go down another separate route. Because I I honestly think, and it's inevitable that it happens, it's all going to go to cloud gaming. We still have people with, like, great PCs like us and for people that are passionate about the PC building. But I think it will go down that route. And I think one way it will go is the VR side of it will go down that route where you put it on and you just become whatever you want, do whatever you want, and the playing of games is secondary to actually being in a different world, if you know what I mean. But well, there was, a, you, there was an s- article out uh, not long ago where they said that VR, in, in where they thought VR was going to be now, is nowhere near what it is. So in other words, it hasn't really progressed as far sales-wise. A bit gimmicky. Yeah, exactly. Not, not, I mean, 
I wouldn't go as far as to call it a gimmick, but they said that that they thought the VR was going to be far much longer uh, the the timeline than it is now, and not from the 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 uh, scientific aspects or whatever or the technical aspects, just from the aspects of people accepting it, using it, playing it. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be a very nice thing. Like, you know, I can imagine putting... It's already that bad when you're playing a game now. You don't know who you're talking to at the other end of the computer. It's like back in the old AOL days in a chat room. Oh, send us a picture. <laughs> and then you don't yeah. know what's coming through. It's like, like I'm old enough to remember that. You, you would watch them lines come across the screen as the picture loads in. And you're like, oh, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some, some granny. Yeah, but like, <laughs> this is the similar sort of thing. You go into VR to talk to people and socialise, I think it's a very bad thing. Like, you're in there, Jance, you think you're talking to a stunning young lady, and really you're talking to a 90-year-old bloke, not you, Grey, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm talking to uh, you, and I'm actually talking to Grey. But yeah, the but thing you, is, that, you that probably happens. have a better time, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, that happens anyway. It's like people will get on a chat room or even like in our Discord. We don't know half the people in our Discord, so we don't know what they look like. And sometimes they might have a little um, picture off a woman. So you just assume they're a woman. Yeah. But it turns out they're a guy, and the picture is from like a film or a game or something. Yeah, or someone they're stalking. Yeah. <laughs> but Ryu 101 says in the chat everything will just end up being uh, a game as a service won't it that is pretty much how it'll go because it's already sort of going down that route as well you're getting like even just on normal gaming you're getting things like um all of the launchers doing their own subscribing things so like at the moment it's like oh i'm subscribed to xbox oh there's nothing on there i want to play right now oh i'll go to is it blizzard and i'll subscribe to that or whatever the other one is what is there there's loads of them yeah and like to be fair i think that's the way it's going is where sooner or later it'll be you're paying four pound here four pound there five pound there to subscribe to these like three four different companies and at that point you've got a thousand games to play and you don't you just keep jumping from one to the other but they might have it as a a service so like how you have sky tv and then you've got all the individual channels so you can subscribe to a single network where you pay say 40 pound a month for it and then you've got all the launchers within that yeah. so you can then just play whatever games you want and there might be like premium service uh, budget service and things like that so like it, it's like us having free view like we can watch a couple of channels for free but if you want all the good stuff you then pay a subscription yeah uh, so it could be the same thing like that by but the way, speaking, speaking on the same grounds that we're talking about now, and the question he asked, Stadia starts in five days. Oh, man. Yeah. But that, like... That's going to be interesting. From what I've seen of that, it like I don't really want to say it, but the games on there look pretty good. And it's like, yeah. just well, plug it, a controller in, ain't it? it it's got to do good, because if it doesn't, Google's going to look like garbage. But the thing is, but... how, they couldn't have tested this like widespread, because it, it's like any game that goes out, once it but... goes out to the masses... The, the bandwidth that they're going to need to use for to yeah. run everybody's game, it's like, I guarantee you, well, I don't guarantee you because it might be wrong, they might be really good at it, but like, it goes live, hundred thousands of people join up, and then all of a sudden it's like, sorry, I, I, we can't handle that, because they're powering yeah. the graphics from their end. But the thing is, they would have definitely had a focus group that would maybe have yeah. been a thousand people, yeah. and they yeah. all get it early, they all get to play it, 
and then they'll they'll test it and they'll be like, yeah, this seems to be okay. But then you're going from a thousand people to like Millions. a million people, yeah. And it it will happen overnight. So there's no testing like for that in the real world. It's yeah. like they've just got to cross their fingers, hope it works, and then troubleshoot along the way. Um, and it's like um Disney starting their streaming service, like obviously Netflix have been doing it for ages and they've like they're doing it well and then Disney come along and we're like well we're going to do our own one yeah. and then they launch it and then there's loads of problems to be fair yeah. though because I, I, I signed up for that Disney only had problems for maybe half the day on launch day and they straightened it all out and it was fine yeah but that, that's the thing it's like yeah. The, yeah. you will get like real world problems and some of them will be easy fixes some of them won't so it's but just see, like with Stadia they They've just got to put it out there and and just wait and see. But yeah. I'm curious to see how well this works. Yeah, because the expectations are extremely high. And they said that yeah. Google is banking on it being great from day one or, or pretty close. Yeah. So five days from now, we might have more to, to report next week or the next pod. But the thing it, is, like, like, went down the flames. Um, like the question was like about like VR and like yeah. with, with the games that are going to be like ready player one but the thing is it's like um you're gonna have like two levels of that kind of game you're gonna have one where it's ultra immersive where it's ready player one where you've got like the suit that you wear you're in that little running machine you've got the headset and things like that yeah where it's still very like tactile like you're feeling the things on you because you're wearing a special suit and you're running on a special platform but then you've got the other side of it, which is like the Matrix, where you actually plug into it. Well, so you would you would be paralysed, whilst you are in a game and it's all happening like in your mind. But that so, was the next thing I was going to say. Is we're talking about VR, but we've already seen like six months ago that they've got a new kind of VR, which rather than put a headset on your head, it fires the light into your retina, so you yeah. can see it like it's like you're looking at for everything. So yeah. you don't even get to look at a screen. It just feels like you're there. So basically it blocks out what's in front of my eyes and it replaces it with its own lights firing it into your retina. And then, yeah. so when you look around, there's no pixels, there's no um, frame rates or anything like that. It just looks real. And yeah. this is something that they're saying they're going to be able to do in a distant level. It might even be near future. Yeah. But a it, retinal projection. Yeah, and because it just sounds crazy. That, that sounds going to be a little way off. I mean... It'll be interesting, but that, that's the kind of technology to do that properly. It's going to be a long well, way. The technology's getting yeah. there, man. I'm waiting to get a no, quantum yeah, computer yeah. so I can play Red Dead 2 on it at 1,000 frames. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the other side that you have on it is, like, like, you play games now, and you just sit in front of a screen, and you play games. And then to immerse yourself even more, you put a headset on to make you feel like you're there. But the more you go into it, yeah. the less you are in reality... And you then have the psychological, like, uh, uh, implications mental illness of it. problems. Yep. Yeah, because if you spend too much time in virtual reality, then it will kind of shake your actual reality, and then like your mind like won't be able to like split the two, and then th this there's is been like deep, people. Yeah, but it, there's <laughs> been films like uh, like it's a, a Black Mirror situation where you'll get some guy who's plugging into VR so much that when he wakes up from VR, 
he doesn't know if he's actually woken up from it or if he's still in it but then he'll see like his wife but then he won't know is this my wife or is this my virtual wife have i woken up from vr or was vr my actual life and now i'm in vr man this is getting too deep yeah this is getting spooky now yeah man (laughs) you're taking this next level chance (laughs) <laughs> but then that's the thing it takes the fun out of it because you're doing this to play games and have fun but then you then end up becoming crazy because it's so real and so immersive inception yeah it, it's total inception <laughs> exactly so that's why you would need your spinning top and that's <laughs> hold on gargle put inception and then they uh, uh, liquid cool put inception and then gargle put in chat and then he farts the truth comes out <laughs> <laughs> Reality check. Even, oh, even in um, Rick and Morty, there's a scene where Rick and Morty get put into a simulator because they want to find out uh, how Rick does his um, uh, dark matter accelerator. And they're like, oh, we got to find out. So we put him in a simulator. But Rick, because he's smart, he realizes he's in, he's in a simulator. So they know that he, he's going to know. So they put a simulator inside a simulator inside a simulator. So every time he comes out of it, he thinks I'm out of it, but he's actually in another one. And then he does that so many times that when he actually gets out of it, he don't he, know, like, anybody. he's like, look, I've outsmarted you. You you ain't going to outsmart me. But then when the cartoon finishes, they, they have the credits and then they do a little like two minute bit afterwards. And that's him going into Morty's room and he sits on Morty's bed and he, he's drinking. He's like, yeah, look, that that was crazy today, wasn't it? Like, um, it's lucky we got out of there. And then he pulls out a knife, puts it up to Morty's throat, and he's like, "Are you a simulation? Are you a simulation? Tell me, are you a simulation?" <laughs> and Morty's like, "Man, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And then he just falls on the floor drunk. And then like Morty's like traumatized because he's shaking on his bed. But it, that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing that would happen where you're well, like, you're sitting there thinking, "Is this real?" But then we can get even deeper than this. Because we could, we said we're not talking about religion, politics, uh-uh. or controllers. Oh, no, no. But this is going to get a whole lot deeper because Mystic Dude just put in there. Maybe this is all a sim. How can I log out? Ah, oh, my head hurts. Where's my beer? Now, right, I'm going to take you next level deep. So um, you're going to take the piss out. I say this, but Elon Musk, Elon, you, Elon whatever you want to call him, yeah. Uh, calculations that he done says that everything in our uh, future leads to all of us being simulated and the thing is i've felt this for years i'm not religious like my missus she goes to church every sunday she's into all of her religion and stuff that's fine my kids all go to church me i i honestly i'd love to believe that there's something out there but i believe that 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 is what we are we didn't know where we was before we didn't know where we're going we're after so I believe that we are in some kind of futuristic simulation right now. That's my belief. Like I know it sounds well weird, but I honestly think like there's a chance that when I when I kick the bucket, I'm just going to be like, man, in some futuristic like future, and be like, man, I just paid a million pounds to go in that simulator. You know, <laughs> that's but you lived your life. You paid a million pounds to live your life. I'd ask for my money back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can shut up. I'll sack you. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, 
We all come out of the simulator, like you're saying, Nick, and all of a sudden we see Jansen playing with the controller. I had the control the whole time. Yeah, oh, man, this is getting... I'll wake up last. And I I'll feel like I am Morty. With my controller. Yeah, I feel like I am Morty. We're doing the simulation thing. It's going again and again and again and again. Yeah. Right, we need to get yeah. out of this now. Next question, man. We're already we're... in a loop already. It's too yeah, late. We're going to be here forever otherwise. <laughs> so uh, Mystic Dude just says, so there was no Big Bang... Uh, expansion or expansion is that what you call it it was all about a boot up damn my typos yeah like personally <laughs> another another theory I've got yeah which I believe is I believe that Mars we was on Mars to start with we we killed that planet the same as we're killing this planet and I believe that there was a massive because the thing is any kind of metal anything that you have on the world like it always turns back to its original form. So if I get this mouse and then I leave it in in the mud for like a million years, it will slowly degrade and turn back to what it was to start with. Like metal will rust and it will turn back to that. I believe that we had a escape like rocket from Mars and basically that flew to to the Earth and obviously dropped a couple of people, maybe 10 people onto Earth. And I feel like that's when the Adam and Eve and all them stories came out. And that's where our civilization here on Earth started. And I think we're just doing a whole rerun now. We're killing Earth. Have you seen, like, Venice at the moment? It's completely flooded. Like, north of England, it's completely flooded. The oceans are rising. There's plastic everywhere. We're killing all our animals. Everything's going extinct. There's, we're at the closest point for nuclear war we've ever been at. It's just all going to, to shit. And I think, right, Greta. Well, yeah, I, I man. You, I, and I anyway, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at this point, was that Elon Musk? He's looking at sending a rocket to Mars with people on it to start trying to live there, because he knows it's on the way out. Same old shit, man. We're just going round in circles. We're going back from one planet to the other. Just keep killing them. Are you sure we're not in a loop right now? Yeah, we are in a loop. We need to change this question. Let's crack on, man. Before <laughs> no one listens to our podcast ever again, because they're like, you lot gone deep. <laughs> And this man, is you're, bullshit. You're going to have MI5 knocking on the door in a minute. Could you imagine that? You'd, I just <laughs> If I just disappear, it's like, man, someone's on. There's some guy on a stream and he's onto us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just disappear one day. And you just hit like 10 red flags. Yeah, that's it. No wonder my stream start flickering. It's like a warning sign. Right, let's move on anyway. Last question of the uh, podcast, and that is from Friend or Foe. And he says, uh, we are a year into RTX. What's the opinions, uh, what's our opinions of ray tracing in games so far this year? Modern Warfare, Control, Battlefield 5, Metro, uh, a bit of analysis of current games and games to come, what would be good? Um, I, to be fair, I played Modern Warfare on, on all the highest settings and I played it for like two days and I thought, oh, this is amazing. And then I realised there was a button that said turn on the RTX right at the bottom and I was like, oh, I didn't switch that on. And I think, Jance, you did the same thing. Yeah, because it doesn't say RTX. It says something else. Yeah, it says so something. that's why it's easy to miss it. Yeah, so I turned it on, and my frames weren't really that much different, but I didn't really notice. I've got a high, high-end monitor, a high-end PC. I didn't, to be fair, notice all that much difference, but maybe that's because it's a fast-paced game. I'm not looking at reflections. I'm not looking at, like, these little things. I'm looking at shooting people, and that's it. So, for me, I haven't really noticed the big wow factor but I think if you're playing a slow place game, like say um, 
Resident Evil or something, if that had it in it, would that would be the sort of game you'd see the reflections as you're walking around and stuff to make the yeah, difference. If it's, a, if it's a big open world game, that's where you're going to notice it. You're not going to notice it. In yeah, like game. a survival game where you've got open open right. world, like you're in the forest, yeah, like things like that, reflections on water. But um, yeah, I was the same. Like I had it turned off to start off with, and it's a good looking game. So you're looking at it thinking, yeah, this is nice. Then you turn it on, but it's not like you're flicking a switch going from like um, like 720 to 4K. There's not a big jump. It's just like if you're looking for it, you'll notice it. But what it is, is that they're adding real life effects. So yeah. it's not something that's going to jump out at you. It's something that you expect to be there anyway. There's a realism, so, yeah. Yeah. So if there's a puddle in front of you, and there's a reflection in it, you expect there to be a reflection. But that's the RTX working, but you're not going to be like, wow, there's a reflection in that puddle. Yeah. Like, because it, you, it's well, normal. Liquid Cold says in chat that he did notice uh, a little bit of it in single player, because obviously in single player, it's a bit different when you're running around. Hmm. Um, Ryu, yeah, I'm well. running a... Just a quick question. Ryu's asking what card we're running. I've got a 2080, and it's overclocked to 2,150 megahertz. So it's got a big overclock on it. Um, but when I've been playing um, Call of Duty, it's just on standard. It's running at about 1900, so it's not like it's even overclocked at that point majorly. Um, so, but just a quick check, Ryu. How come she was asking about the card? Um, just so we know. But yeah, um, like... I... go on, Gray. No, one thing I wanted to say about RTX too is that they have not fully realized uh, RTX in games. Right now, RTX is just playing around with water and a couple other reflective surfaces. The whole idea behind ray tracing eventually as we move along into the future is that every little bit your skin the clothes you wear everything yeah. you're going to look at is all going to be affected by ray chase but right now it's not yeah only certain things are so by the time the 3080s come out which is what i had mentioned before then you're going to have more things now that are going to come out yeah, with more ray they, tracing because they can only do so much with the power they've exactly. got right now and this is just a thing going into the future again where it will get worth it so but also um, the game developers it's it, they have to put it into the game they have to Correct. put like there's a texture here this is reflective level 10 there's a reflective level here that's four they've got to do that to every single thing so they probably do it to the main things so you've got uh, a mirror so they'll say reflective 100 percent. then they'll have like a lake and they'll say reflective like 40 percent we get a like picture chance we get a picture <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're, just, you're reeling off everything in the bedroom. The chair, reflective. No, it's a, it's a, basically, it's controller, reflective four it's and a half. Of... <laughs> Skirting boards, two point six. <laughs> McDonald's no, cup, not... <laughs> zero. Not it's not capable enough of doing everything yet. Yeah, it will, and it's made to do that. But until they get apply it to all ten things, let's say. Yeah. Well, well I want right to see Jansen do a list of everything reflective in his bedroom. <laughs> Okay, and levels. I would do it, and I'd do it with a straight face, and it would just come out monotone. Chair, and that's why it would be 2. funny. 2.6, phone, 4.8, TV, 2.6, TV stand, 2.6.5. He would go deeper than that. He'd be yeah. like 2.6.5.4.1. I could fall asleep. Actually, hold on, rewind, point 0.2. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, like, like Gray's saying, like, it's only certain things that they're going to add it to and what i was getting at is it's going to be the big things in the game it's going to be like you walk up to a lake or there's a fire or there's a, a car or something like that but um 
when I uh, the first game that I played that had it was Battlefield 5 and I didn't notice it really at all and I I was looking for it so when I was playing the game I'm walking up to things looking at the reflections and I'm like look there's a fire over there that fire should reflect off the side of this car and then the side of the car should reflect dude I think onto... you're the only person that would chase it up like that though yeah but this I, I, I'm that's seeing your little working. mechanical brain working yeah, Hold on a minute, is this actually it's, working? It's I've put a 2.6.1 on that surface, <laughs> and it's not getting to the 2.6.5 on that surface over there. This is all yeah. wrong. This is all yeah. wrong. I want to send it back. <laughs> but I was, it Let's wasn't a bit like that, because I'm playing single player, so I've got the time to kind of roam around. And I'm like, I'm excited to see this new technology. I've just got a 2080 Ti, and then I've just got that game, so I can finally try the RTX. And I'm I'm looking around for it, and I'm like, it, it's not as impressive as they made out. But then I I thought, look, it's the first game, one of the first games yeah. to actually have it. Maybe it's just it's like, continuous. Look, it, yeah, it, it it's gonna do the minimal amount on this game. Ten games later, it's probably gonna be a lot better. Um, but when I played uh, Modern Warfare, I did what you did. I had it off in the beginning, and when I then realised and turned it on, I did notice that the floor has so up. much more reflection of yeah. what's going on around you. That went and to I, a 10. Yeah, so the, the ground was more like a, a 9.2. But <laughs> it's like... It, it, but it, Gray's it forehead, make... what's Gray's forehead right now with that <laughs> oh, reflection? That's off the chart. That's like a thousand <laughs> point one. Get close to the camera and the ray tracing will break and it will turn to metal. Go on, do it, Gray. <laughs> Get right up to that. Oh, there he goes. Hands gone, Mel. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, friend or foe. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a growing thing and it's going to come to light more and more and more. So at the moment, if you've got a high-end card, use it just because it's there. But it will start taking note as it goes further into the future, I'm, sure, I'm assuming. So, um, yeah. But if you've got Modern Warfare, it's worth having it on because it it does add to the game. Like, it does make it look that much nicer. Sharper. Yeah. But um, I hope that answered the question. And, uh, yeah, uh, sorry for, for getting late on the, the beginning of the podcast, but that does actually bring us to the end of this month's podcast, this month's, this week's podcast. And do you know what? I've actually really enjoyed this podcast. We've gone deep. We said yeah. we're not going to yeah. do politics uh, religion or controller talk we did we all three all. of them <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah so I'm happy we've gone deep yeah. with uh, my beliefs we've gone deep with Jansen's <laughs> 2.1.6.4 we've slated Grey a few times um, which the, the chat has noticed <laughs> yeah I think so it looks like we've covered everything yeah we've done everything so uh, I think actually that is the end of the podcast I really appreciate everybody coming in today. It's been a solid podcast and a lot of people viewing. And, uh, like, just to be in the chat, even if you're not talking, just to open a window really helps us out. Because, obviously, the higher viewers we got, the more up the charts we get in, in the Twitch, or on Twitch, maybe. And, uh, yeah, to see it grow is something that's really, really uh, helps us out. And it that, that's the main way of supporting us, really. Um, it really ups us out. So, yeah, thanks for everybody that's come in, everybody that's listened, all of you guys that and girls that are watching or watching are listening on the podcast back. You know, 
Try and get in on a Thursday night, 9 o'clock UK time. Just get into the chat. We're, we're more than happy to, to chat with the chat about what we're talking about. And uh, for us, having you lot talking in there is just what makes this whole thing better for us because it gets us to have conversation. And as you've seen today, we've gone nearly an hour over our normal like length of time purely because you guys are getting involved in the chat. And i just got to say, well, good. I appreciate all of the subs, all of the bits and everything else, um, and just people having windows open with our stream running. Uh, so apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Cheers, guys, for coming on. It'll be all three of us again next week. And apart from that, brings us to the end of the podcast. I'm going to try and switch it off with uh, the appropriate ending, but it might just be me sitting here again as usual. So we'll see how yeah. it goes. Um, hold on for the raid because I'll probably raid all 16 people over to somebody else, help their stream out. And uh, yeah, apart from that, thanks everyone. Cheers. We've really, really appreciated everyone being in. We'll see you on the next one on Thursday. Bye bye. Yeah. See you next Bye-bye. week. Bye. Later. I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart